Oi, you lot. You're listening to Garage Hammer. Episode 274A. On tonight's episode, the Manlings are bringing you a bonus this month. Bring your dog here, they'll give him a bonus too. They're going to talk about the Oryk War Clan's war. And now instead of throwing two episodes at the end of the month and not even keeping the schedule, they're throwing out extras. Because that's Oryk's... Oh, I'm telling you boys, when the, when the Dwarren get another book, we better get bonuses too. Or else I'm going to be taking some grudges out on the tops of both of your heads. Shut it! I'm listening to me show! Welcome to the Garage, you tools. For the next couple of hours, we're going to do our best to keep you informed, entertained, and have a few laughs along the way. Bringing you the same stuff we brought you three days ago, I'm David Whitech. And it's Chris. Hello. Hey, Chris. What's up? So we're back. We're back talking all things Oryk War Clan's rules today. Indeed. Um, before we do that, of course, we should still be thanking the sponsors because I split this up in two parts and, and uh, you know, split up the commercials and the, the dramatic readings. So we're going to make sure we still cover everybody, even though you probably listened to the first episode either just a few days ago or it, they're both out before you can listen to them. So we're going to thank our sponsors, Chaos Works Superstore. Uh, Six Guard Studios for all your basing needs, all your MDF needs, all your uh, 3D printing needs. There you go, Six Guard Studios. And, of course, Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois, because there's always something happening at... Where, Chris? Grognards. Grognards. And, of course, our Patreon sponsors, that almost 1% that makes everything we do possible. Christopher Sanders, AJC, and Big Jake, our associate producers, our executive producers, Colin Miller and Tyler McDonald. We have no new patrons because I literally read them out like 48 hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you all, again, for being part of that 1% who makes this show and all the other shows possible. Indeed. We did not get a new voicemail, obviously, in the last two days or three days either. However... If you did want to call and leave a voicemail, that's one seven five seven GH show six. That's one seven five seven GH show six. Now this is normally the part where I play a voicemail and then we jump to break. But guess what, Chris? Mm. We're not jumping a break. <gasps> we're going right into this book. That's, Dive right you in. You know why? Because we're not holding up. We're charging right in. The book's going to get like a crumping. A good orc. Yep. All right. So let's. <laughs> There's so many rules. There's a lot. But let's start off with the uh, – now, you can get a different allegiance ability depending on which group you pick. There's actually four sets. There's Cruel yep. Boys, there's Bone Splitters, there's Iron Jaws, and there's Da Big Wah. Now, let's do this first. Let's, uh, let's, talk, let's talk Big Wah like last because that's just – that doesn't give you much other than – if, yeah, it's if, an amalgamation of the other ones. Yeah, and so that'll 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 be best to put together. All right, so here we go. Uh, let's talk cruel boys. Let, let's start with the new guys, huh? Yeah, huh? that sounds good. That right. makes sense. The the Morix and the Oryx. <laughs> so um, you can pick a grin and blade, a big yeller, or a skull bug. And if you do that, then everybody becomes a Grin and Blade, a Big Yeller, or a Skull Bug, unless their character already makes them different. Uh, you know, if it ever already makes them one of them, you can't change them or, or have two of these names, obviously, right? Right. Uh, and this one's yeah, pretty you know, simple. What were you going to yeah. say? No, go ahead. Uh, I, 
this is this seems to happen now or I don't know if this is going to be common although it seems that it might be is everybody's just going to get a special rule not just in, not there in not their yeah, entire to keep, I think it's to keep it simple. Yeah, they went down from a special artifact and a special rule and a special spell. It's like, nope, everybody, if you pick this, you get this bonus, which fits with their lore, usually. Yes. So if you decide to be a Grin and Blade, and that's the you know the big group of them, the ones that are always over there, the ones that are always the, the sneakiest, the most cunning, yep. Uh, in the first battle round, they're not visible to the enemy if it's more than 12 inches away from them. So if you pick Grin and Blades, first battle round, they cannot see you if you're more than 12 inches away, yeah. which I think is great, uh, especially if you're facing off against some shooty armies. Yeah, it's good to not get shot, good to not get nailed with spells, have your wizard sniped on the first turn, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, now, here's my question, though, uh, and because uh, I know Harrison, actually, when I told him this, he's like, what about, and of course, he's, what about my guys? Uh, the Realm Lords have that thing where they can shoot you within 30 inches, even if you, they don't have, they, now, is it not visible or they don't have line of sight? Can they shoot you even though they can't see you? No. No. Oh, they can't. I don't, I don't think so. I don't I mean, know what the rule is for them. I don't have the book in front of me, but I thought about that. So, I mean, I don't know if. I mean, they're, you need line of sight to be able to shoot something. So. No, you don't. Not for the Lumineth. Oh, if you pick the 30-inch range, you get a, a worse shot, but your bird actually sights the guy for you, and you can fire on him from 30 inches away even if you can't see him. Hmm. It's dumb. I don't know. Yeah, because you, you could hide your guy behind a wall, and I'm like, too bad, so sad, shoot, shoot, shoot. Right. But still, I mean, for, for 99% of everything else, you can't see him if they're 12 inches away. Uh, the big yellers... Which uh, are uh, these are the shooty guys? These are the shooty guys. Plus three to the range of missile weapons, and in the first battle round, when they shoot, you can reroll one hit roll for one attack. So that's really good. That's that's one. That's one die, right? Though, but it's still a yeah, three and trains the whole that, game. But that first round, I mean, that yeah. one that one reroll is not. I mean, I mean, it's not. That's not crazy. It's I think it's just a three inch range. The whole game is it's, nice. Yeah, really. Nice. Yeah, it's the and it's the whole game. If you want to be shooty, because their range on their stuff is twelve and twenty four inches. So, All right. Boom and oh that yeah. So you're going to suddenly fifteen and twenty seven inches. That's that's really good. And plus that that also works on the the kill bows. You know the big the big ballista bows too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, those can go up to twenty four inches. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So that's 27. Uh, and then there's the skull bugs. <laughs> These are yeah. the creepy guys. Uh, when an enemy unit is picked to fight, roll a die if it's within three inches of skull bugs. Add two if it's a monster. On a six up, minus one to hit for that attacks made by that unit that phase. Yeah. That's. It's okay. I mean, it's it's super short range, and you still have to activate it. So but basically, if you're if you're in you're combat. In combat. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's the whole point. You got all these bugs and stuff crawling on you. So if you're in combat, that starts, Right. you start creepy crawling on them. I think the big yellers is the best one. I think so. But if you're trying not to be ridiculous with your shooting, I could see going with some skull bugs. Messing up their to hits. Make Anything making it harder to hit is good. It is. But yeah, big yellers. I mean, that's if you're going, like I said, if, if you're trying to avoid a lot of, sh you know, taking tons and tons of shooting. Or if you're just right. straight up not taking tons of shooting, that other one might be good. Um, 
Now, once you pick a clan, if you pick a clan, you don't have to. I don't know why you wouldn't, you know, I mean, necessarily just get an extra bonus rule. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah. Uh, You got venom-encrusted weapons, which means when uh, Cruel Boy's Auric models, so you got to be an Auric model. Yeah. If you roll a six uh, to attack or a six to hit. um, Yeah, unmodified hit roll of of six. six. Yep. You do mortal wounds equal to the weapon's damage characteristic. Yeah, that's good. That is pretty good, actually, because a lot of these weapons' damage characteristics are twos. Mm-hmm. Uh, twos and threes for a lot of these different guys. Obviously, the Gut Rippas is just one, your your basic Joes. But yep. a lot of these other things are doing two damage. But you can have a lot of those Gut Rippas, and you give them spears so they have extra range. Mm-hmm. So now you're fighting in two ranks. That's a lot of attacks. Yeah. So that's actually not bad. It has no effect on attacks made by the mount unless noted otherwise. And by the way, a lot of the big cool mounts note otherwise. Yeah. So they're getting that's the venom encrusted attacks too. Yeah. Plus, there's, there's plenty. This, of, there's yeah. There's plenty of ways to make that rule better too. There's lots plenty of, of ways to units. make that thing a five. Yeah. 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 Which suddenly becomes really good. Mm-hmm. Um. Then, the funny thing is, everybody gets, if you're not in the big wah, you're in your own wah. Right. So like they you each the, have a different wah. Yeah. yeah, the cruel boys, once per battle in the combat phase, they can pick two other units wholly within uh, 18 of the general, and when that general goes and declares it, those two can uh, fight as well. Right. So you That's basically pretty good. three units to fight at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, once per battle. Yeah, once per battle. And then you also pick some dirty tricks uh, after you got your starting command points, but before the start of the first turn. And you could pick a couple of cool rules for them. Uh, minus one to wound. In, yeah, noisy uh, racket. Yeah. Minus one to wound for attacks made by enemy units in the first battle round. That's yeah. actually, you know, if, if they're very shooty, that could be good. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to put this on your roster. You get to pick your dirty trick before you start. Playing. Yep. So you you have a choice based on who you're fighting against. Yep. Um, then the other ones are always roll three die, and on a four up you can do something lethal surprise. Okay. You can pick a for each four up out of three dice, you can pick a different terrain feature or objective. Mm-hmm. Not wholly within enemy territory. Mark it down. The first time the enemy unit fin- finishes a move near it, roll a die, and on a two up they take d6 mortals. That's. It's it sounds good on paper, but it's so many dice rolls. It's like it's a lot of dice rolls. And that, yeah, dice and, rolls and, and it's and it's it's for, they got to come near the thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's disappear and act for each four I like up. This one. Yeah, for each four up, I do like this one. You roll your three on each four up. Pick a different enemy unit on the battlefield that has not been reinforced. Mm-hmm. Uh, roll a die for each unit you picked. If it's greater than their wounds characteristic, they take that unit off the battlefield and set it up in reserve. At the end of their at the end of their first movement phase, they set that up on the battlefield wholly in their territory, more than nine inches away from enemy units. Yeah, you can't do it if there's a no reserve rule in the battle plan. But taking anywhere from one to three units and being like, nope, put them away, move them, get them out of here. That's kind of good. That's really good. If you get, it's, uh, but all even of this, if it's just one, even if it's just one unit, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last one covered in mud. Roll three dice again on a four up. Pick a friendly unit that's not a hero or monster. While they're in cover, they're not visible. 
Right. So that's not just minus one to hit. They're not visible anymore. Mm-hmm. That's not bad either. That's not bad. You know. I, just... I don't know. I kind. I mean, it depends on how you like to play. But there's there's interesting things here, and all of this sort of fits. It's like you don't. It's not too powerful. You're not guaranteed any of them are going to do it. Right. But some of them might, and it's it's all that hiding, sneaking, being in the swamp, being in the mud, popping up on people. Yeah, it makes the army feel like, you know, what they're trying, what they're going for in the war, it's, which is cool. Yeah, it's themey. None of it seems to be. I, I, I'm not looking at anything that looks busted or super fantastic here, but good stuff. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, command you wanna, traits. Yeah, want to run through the command traits? Sure. So. Uh, cunning warlords. Uh, this is only on kill boss, snatch a boss, or break a bosses. Get to take these. Uh, so slippery scumbag. Uh, the general can retreat and charge. That's always good. That's always good. Yeah. I mean, that's all. That's always good. Um, I like to combine this with an ability that your guy can fly. You know, then you can fly out of combat and do all kind of stuff. Like, right. That's uh, super sneaky. Uh, this general's on the battlefield at the start of the first battle round before determining who has the first turn. You can pick one friendly Cruel Boys unit and set it up again anywhere on the battlefield more than nine inches from all enemy units. Also really good. Yeah. Basically, you get one unit on the board gets to teleport, and they yep. can go anywhere nine inches away. So, so yep. they're, they can be right up in your face. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the other one is Ego Maniac. Um, this general's within three inches of another friendly unit. Uh, roll a dice before you allocate wound, mortal wound uh, to this general instead of making a ward roll on a four plus. Pick another unit within three inches. That wound is allocated to that unit instead and cannot be negated. So just a bodyguard roll. Yeah. No, right. and it says it can't be negated. That's like ward rolls and stuff, right? So what it means is that. Sa- do they still get a save roll? This is the part that confuses I me. I don't think so. So if you, if you had. Because like saves, saves you, aren't things that negate. Because, like, I know. Like you have what's his name, um, Sigvald. Mm-hmm. You you don't get saves that negate wounds, but so you Correct. get your armor save, just your not your armor. ward save. You don't get your wards or your right, but you get your armor save. Whatever you get your regular get your save. save, and so yeah. this says the wound can't be negated. Right, so, my, so but this so, so that wound's already been allocated. So roll a dice for you. allocate a wound or mortal wound. So. Oh, so you're allocating it. So do you well? I don't know. I don't know how the rules read. I don't know. I'm asking questions now, and I'm and I'm making confusion. I, yeah, I believe it's you, when you allocate a wound. That's before you take your saves. Is it or is it after? Because if you fail your save roll, then you allocate the wound. <laughs> I don't have my rule book in yeah. front of me. Ugh, I don't know. I'm asking too many questions. When we take a break, I'll go and look it up. Or I'll go grab yep. it. Yep, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I think that. Hmm. Okay, we'll look that one. Up. Well, I mean, okay, so they might get a save, they might not, but still, you, you could choose, yeah. you could choose if you have a ward, you can use it, yep. or you can opt not to use it, and you can use this instead. Right. On a four, it's yeah, on a oh, four up of the unit. Okay, so yeah, this, this is after armor saves. Roll dice for you allocate a wound. Yeah, so you failed your save at this point. Right. And you're out. Al- and so now it's going to that guy. Now you're allocating a wound. And then you can pass it on on a four plus. Yep. So yeah. So maybe it doesn't. I don't know. It's not that big deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. And so then the artifacts. 
The artifacts are all once per battle things for cruel boys. Right. So it's nothing that's ongoing. It's something that's gonna it's something sneaky and or cunning that they're gonna pop once on you, right? Exactly. I almost think I don't know how many people are gonna take these. There's there's the universal ones are better, but Yeah, that's the thing. So uh let's see. Once per battle, all of those. Start of the combat phase, pick an enemy unit within three inches on a three to four, minus one to hit for the rest of the phase, on a five up, minus one to hit for the rest of the game. Yeah, on a one or two, nothing happens. True. So like that that once per battle thing, yeah. a third of the time, nothing will happen. It's like, no. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, eh, it's not. If you really, if you're doing one of these, because there's a lot of things in here that will, will make people, you know, met, like make have, make them uh, less able to hit you. Right. So I don't know. that To me, that always seems like a good thing, less able to hit you. But I mean... It is like you said, once per battle, and a third right. of the time it's gonna. If you're in a one day, three round tournament, you're gonna use it, and it's gonna work twice. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I would rather have something that's gonna work all the time, and there's other ways to get minus one to hit. Yeah. Uh, the other one is Mork's Eye Pebble. Uh, start of the enemy shooting phase. The bearer and all units wholly within twelve inches of him have a five up award. Until yep. the next start of the next phase, so it's just during one shooting phase in the game. Yeah. Uh, what else? A beast kill a slop. Start of the combat phase. Pick an enemy monster within three. On a one, nothing happens. On a two to five, it's d six mortals. On a six, it's two d six mortals. Yeah, this one is actually not bad. I mean, because the the damage you can do is it's pretty good. Like you've already weakened it a little bit. You could just no, nope, you're dead. Yeah, and I mean the odds the odds are actually really in your favor of doing D six. Mm-hmm. And then finally is spiker seeds. Uh this one's once when the enemy finishes a charge move within six inches of the bearer. Roll a die for each model in the unit. On a five up it takes a mortal wound. This is nice if you're playing against hordes, but otherwise it's yeah. Yeah, it's like okay. So that's the cruel boys. And that's all of their abilities and traits and powers now. Let's jump ahead. They've also got other stuff coming up. Uh, They have spells for one. So let's, uh, you want to start with the spells? Yep, let me just get there. And it's, you know, fittingly called Lore of the Swamp. Oh, yeah. Yep. So the first one is Da Black Pit. We've seen this spell before, haven't we? This was one from Fantasy. Yeah, this is like... uh, Pit of Shades, I think it was called. It might be, yeah. Yeah, Black Pit is a spell that has to cast me out of 7, range of 12. Successfully cast, pick an enemy unit within range, invisible. Roll dice for each model, for each 6. And for each other roll is equal to or greater than the unit save, you take a mortal wound. That unit suffers a mortal wound. So, so it's good on units, for like for characters, it's like, you know, you're only going to do... One you mortal. Can, you're not, you're not going to put this on like a character or something. Yeah. Because it's only for one. But if you're fighting against units, I mean, especially units with good armor, mm-hmm. you know, the, that that uh, that unit of three Stormcast, the new ones that have a two-up armor save and, yeah. three, and three wounds apiece. Mm-hmm. All right, so as cast on a seven, I roll three dice. I'm looking for three twos or better. Yeah, you're, right, you're probably going to do three mortal wounds, which will... Pop a guy. Yeah, it'll kill one of those guys. Yeah, and if it's, and if it's, a, and if it's a... 
uh, a larger unit, a unit of 10 models or something like that with a three up safe, I'll still take, you know, that's, I like this spell. I've always liked this. I like the thing where it's like, oh, you have really heavy armor. It's going to drag you down into the swamp. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, next? Uh, so Choking Mist. Choking Mist is a spell that's casting me a seven range of 24. Uh, successfully cast, pick a point in the battlefield within range invisible. All units within six are affected by Choking Mist until the start of your next hero phase. So if you're affected by the mist, subtract one from your attacks of melee weapons to a minimum of one, you can't run. I mean, this is also, it's all units. So that's, that's enemies too. and friends. Yeah. So it hits everybody. So this um, is when you're going to be tossed. It's 24 inches. You'll be tossing yeah. this over over the heads of your guys, hopefully. Yeah, it's all units within six. So, yeah, can't. I mean, you use, they use this defensively, I believe, is what they're you're going for yeah can't run and minus one attack not bad i still like the black pit better um yeah. what's sneaky miasma doing here so sneaky miasma is a spell that's casting by six range of 18 successfully cast pick a friendly cruel boys monster then range invisible monster can make a normal move i like that one during the hero phase you get to make an extra move yes you get a free move yeah and these monsters move pretty fast and that's a six yes yeah, so that's an easy that's not bad the other ones are both sevens, which is, you know, I mean, it's the odds so, are in your favor, see, but this, still. Uh, the Sludge Breaker moves eight. What else do we got here? Um, what are the big things here? Great Nash Tooth moves ten. The Vultures move fourteen. They're monsters. Yep. So that's yeah. There you go. Um. Yeah. Does uh, does Kragnos take on the keyword of the art of the thing he does? Because uh, he's not a he's not a cruel boy. That's right. He, but I'm saying he doesn't take on the keywords of the things he takes. Oh, does that be cruel boy, not just orc? Yeah, okay. it'd be a cruel boy's monster. All right. So yeah, he wouldn't count. But all the other guys do, and that's I mean that's an extra move is always great, especially when you oh, want to yeah. come in and start smashing something. Because mm-hmm. you get your you get your move in the hero phase, then you get your regular move, and then you get to charge. Yeah, you're right up there, real quick with that. Uh, and what about the Nasty Hex? So Nasty Hex is a spell. has cast me out of 7, range of 12. Mm, excuse me. Uh, successfully cast pick an enemy unit within range, invisible. So the end of your turn, ward rolls cannot be made for models in that unit. That's that's handy. Uh, short range, cast me out of 7. So, I mean, uh, if, I would ta- if I yeah. had two spells to pick, I might take that one as my second spell. Which one are you taking as your first spell? I think I'm taking Sneaky Miasma because I probably would build a list with that spell in mind. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, What else? I think that's it for... Yeah, that's it for all the Cruel Boys rules. Let's quick because I couldn't make my mind up uh, the 21 minutes ago. Let's uh, let's go over the uh, the beast rules since uh, we've got a bunch in this this uh, this army anyway. So where are they? Mount traits. Here we go. Yep, mount traits. Um, toughen is for a monster, unless it's unless it has a number of wounds allocated to it that exceed half its wounds characteristic. Mm-hmm. You use the top row on the damage table, no matter how many wounds it suffered. Yeah, so you basically just have. It just makes your guy just last longer in the top row. 
Yeah. Which is great. And then with heroic recovery, you can probably keep that in that top row most of the time then. Mm-hmm. And so it has to. It says a number of wounds allocated to it that exceeds half its wounds. So that would be in in one one attack, right? Well, so I think they're saying that if your monster has fourteen wounds, if you still have seven or seven, you have anywhere between seven and fourteen, you're always going to be in the top row. If you go less than seven, that you're in one through six, then you're looking at the chart. Okay, because a lot of these guys don't go till half points before. Yeah. Yeah, it's five out of 14, five out of 14. They got to get to six. Um, well, I'm trying to see. Well, that, I guess that that's a little bonus. It's not as big it's as a, it's I, a, I misread it's a, it. It's not as much yeah, as I thought it was. Right. It's a little bonus. It's not, it's not bad. So you'd have to get to over half. Okay, so with 14 wounds until you get to eight wounds left. Mm-hmm. Or no, you'd have to have eight wounds suffered. So once you've taken eight, then you go down instead of going down at, at six. So you get two more wounds up at the higher level for, like, the, the break a beast. Okay. It's not bad. It gives you – it's a little bonus. Everyone else has one. It's just giving you a little bump. Okay. I totally misread that. I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, Fasten. Once per battle in the hero phase, make a move. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Me too. So, um, kinda, so you could combine that with two monsters in your list. You could have one affected by the spell, one affected by Fasten. Now you've got two monsters in the hero phase making normal moves and then moving again in their movement phase and then charging. So that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Could now, Could you use... Could you put Fasten on a mount and then put that put that thing on him? I don't I don't know why you. I mean, you could do that, but you wouldn't need to, right? No, probably not. But I'm saying, yeah. if you could, uh, let's see what else we got here. Minun, monster right. only. Uh, yep. The stomp does D six instead of D three. When you cool. do the stomp monsters rampage, it's D six yep. instead of D three. That's and that. And that's all the time. That's every time you stomp. That's every turn. That's really good. That's excellent. I like that one a lot. Uh, let's see. Loudon, monster only. When you carry out the roar, monsters rampage, pick all enemy units in three inches instead of just one. If yep, that's pretty. Yeah, if, yep. you, if you're dropping them right in the middle of stuff, that's a good one too. A four-up ward against mortal wounds caused by spells and endless spells. That's because yeah, that's the weird one. Yeah, that's... I don't think I'd take that one, but no. If I mean, if you knew who you were going to be fighting, maybe you'd take that one. Yeah, I just can't see not taking the meanin', but that's just me. Yeah, fastin' or meanin'. Uh, the last one is smelly-un. Yeah. Subtract. This is a good one too. Subtract one from hit rolls for attacks made with melee weapons that target this model. If it has not made a charge move in the same turns, that's that. That's that other way to get minus one to hit. And there's a couple more of these. Um, that's. I, I'd be hard. It'd be a hard choice for me between to pick a mount trait for these. Yeah, yeah, fasten, meanin, and smelling. Those are all. Those are all pretty good. Depends on what you want. Your what you're trying to do with your with your with your critter. Um, yeah. Smellian has the advantage that it doesn't have to go on a monster, and fasten too. So you could put it on the uh, the kill boss on the uh, on the uh, the regular. What is that thing? 
the regular amount. That's not the monster. The Killaboss on Great Nash Tooth. Oh, okay. You can, you can put it on that because he gets a mount trait. Nice. Uh, wouldn't the uh, kill a boss on the Vulture too? Yeah, sure. You I mean you get it, but on like so, there's some of these mount traits are monster only. Oh, right, 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 right. That's actually most of these big things. It seems like for this. Well, Sm- well Smellian is not, um, and Fasten is not. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Right? I, I, yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Good gravy. <laughs> So all these rules, but it's like a lot of these little uh, bonuses plus your plus your. Now when we're getting down to those, some of these war scrolls, you're going to see these uh, these sixes to hit doing mortals is can be pretty good. Um, the potential here for these guys to be doing just lots of damage or pulling off big moves is really great. Yeah, I think the I think the cruel boys are are they look like they're benefiting from. You're trying to like focus your efforts on one part of the battlefield and just obliterate that you could like because you could like use that ability you could like have a monster kind of like on his own and you could use the ability to like move a guy next to that guy and you could cast a spell then you could use fasten suddenly those two monsters are trucking up the battlefield and now now you're attacking one little spot on the battlefield that your opponent did not see coming yep so let's talk about these models these units yeah. Okay. Now, first and foremost, we've got Kragnos. He goes with every unit, so much like the mount traits. Those mount traits are for everybody. And um, uh, so is Kragnos. He can go in any any unit. Yeah, and he's no different than when we looked at him the last time. Right. He's still pretty good. Um, here's the thing that he's got that makes him really... If, in case you missed the Kragnos episode, and which you did, you should listen to that. I don't mm. want to go through all of this over again, but he has a potential to do 45 wounds. Right. In one round. I mean, that's if he hits with absolutely everything. But he has a potential to do 45 wounds. Six attacks that can do four damage, three that do D3, uh, up to six that do two. He can just pound out damage if... Yep. If... Uh, if you get him in the right spot, that's a, I think that's the key to using him. Is you gotta, and you gotta, and he's like he's like a third of your army. That's, so you better, yeah. <laughs> so you better have a plan so he's not like fighting, you know, chain rasps the whole game, <laughs> you know, or something like that. Because then you gotta you have know? stuff around him that's gonna stop them from using their ward save or stuff like that. It becomes a pain. Yeah, I mean, you can also kill him. I mean, he's got a two up save. But he doesn't have any, like, mortal wound protection. Nope. And you throw enough attacks with Ren 2 at this guy, and he'll, and you'll get him, you know? Yeah. But if he takes any wounds, though, he's got the bellow. So if you get a lot of guys around him, he's doing that. He yeah. gets that bonus. Uh, he gets Rampage when he charges. Mm-hmm. And Rampaging Destruction is still really good. Oh, yeah. D6 uh, on a 2-up for every unit within an inch. So if he charges into a bunch of stuff... Or if he's in there, boom, he's got that. If you pick a monster, the potential to do 36 oh, mortal God, wounds to yeah. a monster I mean, is yeah, just it's, stupid. It's, it's crazy. I mean, if you're if you, if you you up against Kragnos, I mean, you kind of have to have a plan. And I, It better I, not be just, to throw you, any monsters at him. Yeah, don't throw monsters at him. You're either going to just 
you know you're going to kill him because you're going to throw everything at him or you're going to ignore him by tossing him chaff. Yeah, you got to throw in your cheap or your your crappy, you know, big uh, bigger units just to slow him down a little. Right. So if you let the if you let the Kragnos player dictate where he goes, you're going to be in trouble. Yes. That is the case right there. That is true. Oh, there goes my highlighter. Um all right. Let's talk about Yeah, these guys on the the Rip of Vultures. Yeah. Because these things are cool. Um, they are and, cool. The models are sweet. Oh, yeah. You know, they are. It's not even, it's, I, when I first saw it, I wasn't certain. And then I saw it, I'm like, oh, no, wait, this is, this is yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah. The um, I like the Gobsprack model, the way you build that one better than the Killaboss one, just because I think I like the head on the. Yes. <laughs> Gobsprack looks better than Killaboss, but he's yeah. not that much. Be- uh, wait, is he the one that's not much better? No, he's actually got a yeah. bunch of cooler things. Who's the other one that doesn't have? Oh, that's uh, Swamp Boss, Gumdrag, and a regular Snatcher yes. Boss. They're almost yep. identical. Yeah, they're almost identical. So These... let's... go ahead. No, so, I mean, I've I've been in several long conversations about <laughs> these guys. Um, I mean, they're cool. I just don't see how you keep them alive. I don't I don't get it. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah, because he's got a four-up save. The other guy's got a – no, he's got a five-up save. Yeah. The other guy's got a four-up save. Four up. Yeah. So I that's mean, not very – I mean, yeah, you got yeah, to pick this carefully with these guys. Right. So basically, I feel like if you're running Gobsprack, he's basically a utility guy. He's flying around your backfield. He's doing his mouth of Mork. He's doing his command abilities. You know, he's doing his unbinding stuff, his foggy mist. He's his, you know, all that stuff. But he's not getting into combat unless you're going to finish somebody off at the, you know, diving him in somewhere. I suppose if you got stuff that doesn't have a lot of rend going after you, sure. You could you could do some I, of that. I, I guess. it does have a six up ward. I mean that's yeah. something. It's you know I mean, so it's fives by sixes. Mm-hmm. It's something. It's not it's not great. It's good, but he's a wizard. Yeah. So let's talk about him a little bit. He is the most infamous swamp caller ever. Yep. He's the guy. Uh, they said the most remarkable thing about him is not his inherent connection to Mork, so mm-hmm. much as his support of Kragnos. Kragnos. Yeah, he's the guy who prophesized Kragnos. He was there the at Dreadspine Fortress. Yeah. Now that was remember at the end of the battle when they teleport hit, uh, him out of the way, mm-hmm. when Marathi and Croak uh, got rid of uh, him, he came out in the middle of the other end of the of the realm, mm-hmm. near that fortress, and he saw that and just was like, "That's it!" Like he was still s- super angry, destroyed it. Well, this yeah. guy, they they kind of knew he was he you know this, this he was guided to be there. So after they dumped him and did all of this, he showed up and he's like, "Oh, we we can we should you should let us work with you." Yeah, I like I like his his um his lore. It's really cool. Yeah, like his like his trophy rack is so neat. I mean, it is <laughs> all the stuff he's got piled up there. The Zinch hand is super cool. Uh huh. That's the skulls of the people. I mean, that's it's it. The model is super good. I just. I mean, if you're planning on taking him, and we're talking about war, uh huh, I think your idea is that you're he's just 
he's your he's just a support guy. I like the fact he's got you know two cast and two unbind. That's super cool. Um, well, and but. he has a potential. And once again, mostly like you know threes or fours to hit, threes to wound. Mostly, he's yeah. got a potential to do twenty four wounds, and all of that is venom encrusted weapons. Even his mount, because it specifically says that his mount. So all of that stuff he's got yeah. potentially up to twenty four wounds. All of them with sixes to do. You know, uh, to do the mortals. Yep. He could also get dropped by, you know, a unit of five evocators in one round. <laughs> you know, That's just, the problem. He's just dead. Uh, but he's but he's got so many cool rules. He does. If he yeah, unbinds no... a spell, then the caster takes D three mortal wounds, and if he does it with a ten plus, it takes D six. That's called Mork says no. Yeah, it's super good. And I, I love I like, that. I like that. Yep. Um. If you redeploy, you can reroll the dice that determines the distance. If you use him to redeploy your units, you can reroll mm-hmm. the distance. Yep. If you use him to unleash hell, they don't have to subtract one from their shooting. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are all you're right. He has to fly around in the back. He has yeah. to lead this army. Like he has, he has to, to lead the yeah. yeah. He's in the backfield. He's hanging out within thirty of enemy wizards. He's doing his unbinding. He's issuing his commands. He's doing all that stuff. He's He's really not get, getting into combat unless he's he's diving in just to finish something off. That's that's the way I see it. And that's yeah. And then the other guy, the regular well, kill boss. Let's also not forget his yeah. spell. Mm-hmm. Because he does yeah, have the, the spell. Mist. Goes off on a seven. Yep. Until your next hero phase, plus one to charge for cruel boys, minus one to charge for everybody else. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. Especially if you're talking about getting around and moving quickly. Mm-hmm. One spell, thought, you know. Yeah, it just reinforces the idea that he is not there to fight. No, he's, he's there to he's he, he's there to cast his spell, you know, you command you, command you, unbind that, and he's just hanging out. I wish he had a I wish he had a missile weapon. That would be cool. Yeah. But right now he's just, but he's the prophet. He's the one going around telling him this is where you need to be. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. I mean, it yep. literally says in his lore about how now that they've got Kragnos here, they yep. finally have a way of directing all the war clans to act as an army rather than an entourage because of Gobsprack. Mm-hmm. And he has Kragnos. If he tells Kragnos that something's screwing it up and making it difficult, Kragnos just kills it. Mm-hmm. But he, like I said, Kragnos uses him to lead an army, keep them together, keep them organized. And that's all these spells that he has. That's what he does. I think yeah. that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But How yeah, many points is he? Uh, let's take a look. Gobsprack. Look, look in the back. Gobsprack is 300. 300. It's not too bad. No. Uh, if you know how to use him properly. And he mm-hmm. does have 14 wounds. So like, mm-hmm. as long as you're not throwing him into stuff. Right. And if he's hanging out in the back, he's not getting shot too badly unless right. he's getting hit by ballistas or something. And if there's not too much shooting and you're going to drop him and have him bumping a bunch of units that are within a range, mm-hmm. you can kind of keep him surrounded. Sure. You know, just that's all you got to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Normal kill a boss. He's still yeah. got a lot of potential. Um, now, he can do... Uh, let's see on the on the killer boss on the vulture can't uh, he he could do twenty four wounds as well all of them yeah, venom it, it, encrusted it, you know I mean yeah. he's got the same yep. potential stuff it's slightly different attacks but it's still yeah it still could do yeah. the wounds it still can do the things yeah and I like his uh, commanding view 
um, ability where he can uh, use the same command ability more than once in the same phase. If you pick this unit to issue the command, he can still only issue one command, but if it's been issued, he can issue it again. Yeah. So he can get you a second command issued even though someone else did. But you got to make sure someone else does it first because once he does it, that doesn't mean someone right. else can do it an extra time. And right. he doesn't so you get could, to do an extra command. So you could like set up like a, you know, like a like an like an a yeller's army. Mm-hmm. You could set up like two unleash hells with, you know, a unit of the bolt boys or something like that. Yep. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also it's got the the one thing that this vulture can do um, is and there's a couple of guys. Is you fail a battle shock test within yeah. three inches of him, only one model flees. Yeah, the, 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 that's just that's a regular ability of the kill a boss. And yeah, I had to read that a couple times. I was like, what? I mean, that's a that's an amazing rule. Yeah, especially because their bravery in this army is crap. It's all it's, fives and sixes. The it's, best it's, guys are like sevens. Yeah, so that tells now you don't have to waste a command point. On, I'll roll uh, it. What's, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to lose one yeah. guy. Well, for well for inspiring, you know, if, if you just don't want to take the battle shock test, you just you use a command point right for inspiring. Right, but once again, so like you, you said, why waste it? Yeah, why waste it? Most I'm going to lose yeah. one guy. Yeah, one guy. Who cares? Now you can put the killer boss on a Nash tooth. He's not a monster, but he's yeah. that, that's this is the one that comes in the box. I got one of yeah. these. This is a nice model. This is the one I prefer of the of the kill a boss. So ten wounds with a three up save is not yeah. bad. Oh, a it's pot- really good. A potential to do eight wounds uh, with the with the venom encrusted. Eight wounds without. Yep. Once again, only one guy's going to flee if they're within three inches of him, and plus one to hit for attacks made by this unit if they charge. So then it's twos by threes. This is a decent. This is a decent model and a decent unit. I agree. I agree. I think he's really good. Then you just go, you know, all at defense. You get yourself down to a two-up save, and you know, you use your mount traits to bump up his move or make a minus one to be hit. Or, he's only one hundred seventy, right? And you're only paying sixty bucks for the na- sixty points for the Nash tooth because he's one ten without it, right? But then yeah, he only, I'm, yeah, then he's only got the four. Well, if you give him the shield, he's still got a three-up save, but he's only got six wounds. Right. But he's still got all part of the plan, so you could put this guy in with a unit right next to a unit yeah, and keep them. Um, he's the guy who you can uh, – he's got the stab grot. He's got the stab grot. So he's just like a, a bladed wound that's you know just going to suck up the wound. Well, he's got three attacks, right? And um, he's uh, – Yeah, but most of the time he, he's going to take a wound and the stab rot's going to die. Right, the first so wound, the stab rat's going to die. So basically, but you start with that first wound, and you keep if he if he beats it on a six, then you can try the next one on him. Yeah, he can yeah keep, for sure. If you can roll a couple of sixes on those first few <laughs> wounds, you know that would be super annoying if you're fighting against this guy. The stab rat kept living. Like, god dang it! Oh, come on now, uh, come on! I played <laughs> the one game I ever played against Dan Heelan was at Adepticon. I was playing against his his um, well, his Seraphon is what they would be now. Yeah, lizard men. Yeah. I think it was. I don't know if it was. It was just a slan, and it had the 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 the. And I was hitting him with Manfred, mm-hmm. and he was only saving on sixes. Yeah, he probably had the uh, the six plus amulet. For yeah, the wards, for the ward save. Yeah, 
he got like six of them in a row. <laughs> like I literally, like like it was several attacks. He's just like sixes. He'd roll one. He's like, oh, I can't believe this. And he's like, oh, I got it again. And then it became ridiculous. He got like wow. six or seven in a row. So I know what it's like to go off all of a sudden. It's like, oh, wait, now. It's not going to happen often, but when it does, that's one of those game stories. Your little, your little uh, stab grot, stab grot is just like wow, just, wah, bouncing, wah. just bouncing, just bouncing wounds off from the star dragon or the star yeah, dragon, jumping up and deflecting stuff and distracting. <laughs> uh, okay, so what else do we got in here? Uh, we have the Merc knob. I with the belt banner. I kind of like this guy. Like, I like, I like him too. He's uh, he's not that expensive. I mean, he's ninety-five points. You know, he he fight, he's fights like a he's a monster for what you pay for him. Yep, he's got like a three threes, right? One damage, two. Like, uh-huh. sheesh. Three attacks, six wounds. He's got a four-up save. Yeah, and um, if you got a cruel boys unit wholly within twelve inches is affected by his spell. Yeah. You can ignore that on a five up, which is only a one in three chance, but that's still a one in three chance to ignore exactly. stuff if you keep near him, and. Exactly. At the start of the combat phase, roll for enemies nearby. On a two to five, it takes immortal. On a six, it takes D three. That's not super great, but that's right. that stinky banner. Because hold on, this guy. Yeah. I love the. Hold on, where's the mark knob? Let me let me give you a little bit on, on this yeah. guy, because he's just yeah, so, he's got good. I like his lore. It's pretty it's pretty fun. So bruisers are known as merc knobs. The most veterans are entrusted with the tribe's standard. Impaled on the teeth of the yawning maw is the tongue of a toad wyvern. This is the source of the eye-watering ripe stink that comes from the Belchabana. It's <laughs> magnified tenfold before battle by spells uh, of the shamans who also bind its outraged spirit so that it gives grant to bellowing roars and belches of anger when the energy of the wall is thick in the air. So the stink is in there, right? And, and But that, that, that cussing and screaming, that's what might do a wound if the enemy's nearby. Yeah. So the banner does its goofy little thing, and it might stop some magic. It stinks so right. bad, I, magic I, might stop. I feel like those are just like just free effects that this thing does. I mean, it's just why not? Yeah, you know. I mean, how many? It's got to do something. Like ninety-five. He's ninety-five points. I mean, I mean, he's 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 just there to. He's kind of like a battle standard bearer. You know, you think about. It, you just he's in there. He's yeah. I like him. He's a hero. You can call commands off him. He's got range yep. for it. He's pretty cheap. He's got some cool yep. stuff. Yep. Um, now let's see what do we got in here. We got the shaman. Shaman. He's he's a uh, he's a must have. Okay. So must have six wounds, five up save. Yeesh. But he's a wizard. He yep. he's got one spell, one backup. Now he's got the pot grot. The pot grot. Um and he's got the little stabba, but so here's what it is. You can um the thing that makes him awesome is the potion, the poisons and elixirs. Yeah. Now his spell's not bad either. He's only got one spell, but you can skip the spell and either make poison or elixir. Right. The, these swamp callers, they're pretty cool. You know, um these are the guys who are brewing stuff so foul that one drop can shrivel the tongue or forever steal the sense of smell from those unlucky enough to scent it. They can drive the land itself into writhing agony. Sometimes in great need, they'll just hurl them and shatter them on their enemies like Molotov cocktails. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys have an intrinsic bond with the bogs 
and Myers, there many of them are amphibious, mm-hmm. and there is something between them and the swamp itself. They're right. really connected. And then you look at this, and it's like, that's their spell. On a seven up, uh, the, you have summon Boggy Mist. This is another one that just is the whole battlefield. This is yeah. seven up, plus one to charge for cruel boys, minus one to charge for your enemy. Yeah, it's the same spell that uh, Gobsrax got. Yeah, but I mean, you know, for at a much at a much reduced cost. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because you, you just said you don't want to take him on the vulture, but you'll have this guy to do it. Oh, for sure. Uh huh. So the only um, drawback to poisons and elixirs is it's got to be cast whole Crewboy's Auric unit wholly within twelve, more than three from enemy units. So you can't cast it on a unit. That's in combat. No. You can cast this on a unit that is not, but you're doing it in your hero phase. Mm-hmm. So right. you can cast it and have it work. Uh, basically, so, if you give them the elixir, then um, let's see. If you give them... Oh, first... Oh, wait, what does it say? If did you, we say what it does yet? Yeah. So if you get it on them... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm trying uh, to read. I'm trying to... I'm, I, was, I was trying to read what it does. If you, So if you get this... Uh, it says poison. Your venom encrusted weapons work on a five. If it's the elixir, plus one to save rolls until your next hero phase. Yeah, you're you're always gonna take the poison. <laughs> I I think. Oh, probably. I mean, I suppose you can you can throw an elixir. You can throw the elixir on your guys. Um, you know, keep this guy near the. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I he guess can if you're throw trying, it on a, you, on a gobsprack. He can throw it on a killaboss. Yeah. He can throw it on a lot of these. But, killaboss but having a two-up save because of him. But there, but there's other ways to get additional saves. Yeah, I mean, you, it's all like the you know the the uh, all-out defense can do that. Finest hour, I think. Does finest hour give you that? I think so. Um, so I I just feel like you're probably going to use that five-up venom encrusted weapon because it's just use yeah. That. Yes, let me go back to yeah. Okay. Yeah, venom encrusted weapons is 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 great. Yeah, especially I, you know, with the gut rippers only do one, but so many of these other things do multiple wounds. So those sixes see, are doing multiple. Right. Mortals. So so we'll 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 get to my thought when we get to that war scroll. Uh, okay, which war okay. scroll? <laughs> um. Well, we'll just go through them in order. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the next one is I guess gut rippers, right? Yeah. Standard. Standard boys. Uh. Either spears or hand weapons. Um, you get your champion, standard bear, musician, plus one bravery. Uh, then you add one to charge rolls, which is super cool with the musician. So if you've got foggy mist and a musician up, do you get plus two to your charge? I suppose you do. Yep. Um, that's really good. Uh, and then the scare tactics. Start of the charge, more than three. Pick an enemy within 12. That's not a hero monster. Roll 2d6. Add one to the roll for every five models. Greater than or equal to bravery. Subtract one to hit. Which is, it's situational. It might work. It might not. It's a bonus. I don't think you're, this this no, rule is this not is something make or break that, yeah. on the guys. It's just a, ah, cool. This is kind Dude, of a, they're your battle line dudes. Like the yeah. fact that they've got a cool thing like this, where if they're not yeah. quite up into combat yet, they can. Yeah. And that and that sticks with their lore again. 
These are the guys who will sit up all night and bang pots and pans and keep you tired so you're not ready to fight. These are the guys who are doing everything they can to throw you off your game. So to to have that rule, is it super powerful? Not necessarily. Is it super situational? Pretty much. But does it fit their story? Absolutely. And when it works, it's going to be cool. It is. Um, You know what? So I prefer uh, Wicked Stickers to Wicked Hackers because I know you're probably going to want huge units of these guys. They come tens. You're probably going to have 30. So you're going to use two of your reinforcements to bring these guys up to 30. So you're going to have, are you going to have two units of 30? Are you going to use all your reinforcements on this? No, I'm going to use one unit of 30. And two units of 20? Nope. I can have have one giant unit of gut rippers. We'll, I, 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 we'll go over, I think, do you want to, we'll go over lists, um, maybe at the end of each, yeah, section we'll go, or yeah. do you or do you want to but wait you know until we get we've done been going for an, now let's do the list at the end of this unit because we've just talked okay. about them all but we've been yeah. talking for almost an hour oh boy we need to break like badly <laughs> so let's okay. take a break and right. when we come back we'll keep going with the all of these swamp uh, boys so we'll be right back Folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chessex Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted boarded miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we are back. We're talking about swamp creatures and swamp orcs and that kind of stuff. They're so good, the morics. Let's talk about this Snatch-A boss on a Sludge Raker beast, because I think mm-hmm. I like this one. I do, too. I think I like this one a lot. This is a pretty mm-hmm. cool model and mm-hmm. a pretty cool thing. Now, uh, it does have a special mm-hmm. character version of it, Yeah, but it's... Uh, it's the same dude. He's just got like an extra little. He's got one extra thing, and he's five points more because this. Now yeah. we haven't talked about him yet, but this thing is three fifteen, mm-hmm. and he's and the special character is three twenty. So let's talk about right. the generic one first. Yep. Okay, this he's guy. Actually, yeah, he's got an extra wound too. Yeah, I mean he's got it for five points. He's got yeah an extra rule, an extra wound, but you're looking at a possible like twenty seven oh. wounds. Potential yeah. with all yeah. with venom encrusted blades, and then four without. Right. Um, he also can give you a. Uh, what does he got in here? Plus so one his- to the this. I like this rule. Now this doesn't work on the five ups, just the six ups. It's a it's a great rule. Freaking sludge raker venom. Oh my god. Plus one to the number of mortal <laughs> wounds done by the venom encrusted weapon. If yeah. the, if it's whole. 
if you're wholly within 12 inches. So this guy on this, obviously himself, he's within 12 inches, and any units within 12 inches of him, sixes do their normal damage plus one. In the mortal wounds. Now it, it says here, if you do the thing to make it a five, like with the elixirs, mm-hmm. it still it only works on the six. The five yeah, will still do it, but the six is the one that gets you the bonus. That's still really that's that can be oh, ridiculous. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's 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 nasty. Yeah, um, and then it's got this snatch and grab. I love snatch and grab. Yeah, it's only once per battle. You get to the end of the combat phase, pick an enemy model that has. Seven or less wounds, the wound characteristic. Could be a hero. Can't have a mount. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, it, 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 you, yeah, you want to pick a hero on foot, one of these six or seven wound heroes <laughs> yeah. or a five wound hero. It's got to be within three inches, roll 2d6. If it's more than that wound characteristics, it's dead. Mm-hmm. He gets captured. by. He's supposed to, yeah, he gets He's in that basket poisoned. on the side. Yeah, he, yeah he, gets, he gets poisoned, disarmed, thrown in the case, thrown in the cage out yeah. of the battle. That's so yeah. good. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and it's just got it. This has got a lot of. There's just a lot of different little little things on it that it does, like the, the different types of weapons. But this is still for it, it is 300 points. Yeah, but that plus I, one to wound. I feel like with 14 wounds and a four up save, I feel like this is totally. Yeah, it's good. I it want this, three, and, it, and it has three inch range on a couple of its weapons. Most of them. Which is pretty good. So you can like plant him, you know, within three inches of an enemy unit and just just go to town, you know. Yeah, you could be attacking with your with that three inch range. You don't get the bite, which can be pretty yeah. good, and you don't get the yeah. tail. But now I've got that those models of swamp colors in front of us. So your dude with one inch range can't even hit him back. Right. Yeah, and I like I like him, and then yeah. Yeah, so the named character version has this weird bet master thing Ugh. with the hobgrots. That's it, like, okay. I had to read it like three times to figure out what the hell <laughs> I, I read. He gets one <laughs> extra wound, and then basically <laughs> you pick a, a, a hobgrot unit. Mm-hmm. Okay, you pick a hobgrot. So you have to have a unit of hobgrots, and he yeah. makes a bet with them. So you yeah. pick a, a unit of one of your units, and if that unit is the first one taken off the board, you get a triumph that either him or the Hobgrots get. They, they're they the ones who can use it because they've made a bet and whichever one of them won is going to get the, the triumph. So if that's the one that, but it, but it has to be the first unit to die. So you're either throwing something out there to get a triumph, which seems really dumb or you're just guessing. And if it's, a, if it happens, it's, it's a, it's a nice bonus. Yeah. It's, so it's five points. I mean, it's five points. I mean, if you're going to take a unit of Hobgrots anyway, and you're going to planning on taking one of these snatch a boss on Sludrager, you might as well just take them. If you've got Hobgrots and you've got five extra points, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. You might as well just take them. Yeah, <laughs> and he, right. He might as well. And he has an extra wound too, which is handy. Yeah. Now these things, though, oh, I really. <laughs> There, there's another one with you get these the the lore between these guys, and you're like, wait, what do they do? <laughs> yeah. Now, um, they are the cruelest guys, and if he's real, it talks about how if 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 you're a actual cruel boy and you upset this guy, he will wait years and plot his revenge on you, 
just to really just come shamefully destroy you painfully. Yeah, he'll go out of his way to mm-hmm. humiliate you before you die. Um, they know when, but their beasts are really good attackers. Like they're good stalking creatures. They're hunters. They stink to high heaven. Yeah, but they know when to go under the water. You know, to keep out of sight. Mm-hmm. Um, they're so gross that git snatches will wipe their blades on their belly because the it's so noxious the stink right. and the stuff that the slightest scratch will leave an infection on the enemies. Yeah, so that's the sludge raker venom that they get. Yeah. For the, add one to the mortal wounds. It, see, and once again, you got the lore and you got the rules that, that match it, that make it yeah. really fun. It's one of these things where the more I read about them, the more I want to play it because I like that it it really plays like I just read. Mm-hmm. It's so dumb. Yeah. Now, what's... Okay, the Marsh Crawler Slugath. Did you yeah. look at the pictures in... Yeah. It, you know the, the the gallery where they show you all the models? Sure. It's not actually got its own little picture, like with a tight with a with a with a caption under it, like where it shows you it. Uh-huh. It's in on page sixty five, you can see one next to like fighting against uh some bone reapers. So there's an actual, you know, stuff like like it's a set piece thing going on. But just them in front of the white background, they're not in here. The only other place you can right. really see them is in the giant army picture right before you get to the rules. You're talking about the the Slogoth, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Marsh Crawler Slogoth, yeah. Yeah, he's like, the, I'm like, because I'm looking at something, like, where is this thing? And I'm looking for the picture of it, and I'm like, it's not, it doesn't, and I know not every unit in every book is going to be in the pictures, but I thought most of them were. Yeah, he's on page 72, in case they- Everybody wants to see him. He's like he's he's like right in between the yeah, sludge raker. Yeah, he's and in the, the big army yeah. picture. He's also in like yep. I said, he's in the picture on the bottom of the page on sixty three, but he doesn't no, have that's, like that's that's actually that's oh yeah there he is yep. yep yeah, but he doesn't have like you know one of these other pictures that shows you mm-hmm. the that like the that shows off that model and right. I always feel I'm like why didn't they want to show off that model? Isn't that strange? You know, and maybe that's just me in my head, like <laughs> conspiracy corner, conspiracy oh. corner. But yeah, I'm just like, know. why are we not seeing this model? So let's talk about him. Yeah. Um, he's got 12 wounds and a four up save. He's got, uh, you know, he can do up to about 12 wounds. At the end of the combat phase, pick an enemy model within two inches if you and roll a die. Just pick a model. Uh, if the wound... If the roll is at least double their wounds characteristic, it dies. So that's another. It's like a like a grabbing stuff in pants, like the giants used to have. Yeah. Um, plus one to hit for attacks made with weapons by friendly units that are wholly within eighteen inches. That's good. That's what makes this thing awesome. Mm-hmm. Plus one to hit for everything wholly within eighteen inches. When you've got this guy up near the snatcher boss who's doing all those wounds and he's hitting on threes and now he's hitting on twos. Mm-hmm. In fact, most of these guys are hitting on threes. You get the some of the some of the. It's me, it's melee attacks, right? Or is it just attacks? What does it say? It is attacks, For attacks. Maybe it's melee weapons. Oh, melee weapons. Okay. So yeah, the shooty guys are at fours, but everybody else and the gut rippers are at fours. So they drop to three. All your heroes drop to twos to hit if they're near this guy. Right. And then in your hero phase, uh, on a four up, you can heal D three wounds to him. 
Which is cool. It seems like he's good. Like that plus one to hit, isn't that? That well, that's really neat because it's it's eighteen inches. Yeah, it's holy. It's holy eighteen that's inches. A, that's of a, him. a that's a pretty good range. This that's dude a is a three hun- foot bubble. Yeah, he's a hundred and fifty points. So even if you just dedicated him as just a support unit, you could afford it. I think you could afford it. I just, I mean, there's so many options. I don't know what works and what goes together, but there's like, oh, look at all of this stuff. What else have we got in here? (sighs) Okay, so, and we're down to our last four models in this (laughs) army. And most of them have been heroes. That's the thing. Yeah. Heroes or monsters. I mean, this Traga thing is neither, but. Yeah, well, that's the, yeah, the Marshcrawler Slogoth is not a monster. Or a hero. I wish he was a monster. The Marshcrawler Sloggins is... He, I wish he was a monster, but he's not. But no. it's okay. He's not that big, I guess. But the rest of these right. things are all heroes. Except for the Gut Rippers, everything we've had is a hero uh, that we've talked about, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, all of these hero options. <laughs> yeah, and then the right. Gut Rippers. <laughs> and we've yeah. got one more hero option, which is the Breaker Boss yeah. on the Trogoth. Okay, can we talk about this guy? This is a new guy. He deserves a couple of moments to talk about. He's on a Trogoth, okay? So it's a veteran orc and towering monster. You put these together and it works. Um, Okay. (laughs) Uh, 12 wounds, 4 plus save. Yep. These things, first of all, these are Meyer Brute Trogoths. So these are guys who are out in the swamps too. They like to sit next deep, neck deep in the mud anyway, so they'll just crawl right through a swamp. Yeah, and you can, uh, you can. The guy on top doesn't even get his feet wet, you know, because they're they're huge. Right. And when it's wounded, it just attacks like crazy. Like it. And here's the thing: it doesn't connect what's hurting it with lashing out. It's just right. if it hurts, it will it will kill anything it sees. Okay. Right, so they put the so they put the blinders on it to make sure it only sees the enemy that's standing right in front of it. It can only see what's right in front of it. He's got the chain up near it so he can kind of twist its head and he sits behind it with his bident. Yeah. The two-pronged trident here, yeah, just, you know, that just sticks him in the head or in the back or in the shoulder or whatever. Yeah, he's got a giant carving fork and he's sitting and poking him in the back with yeah. it and upsetting it so that it's raging and killing the stuff in front of it. This is the dumbest and most wonderful thing. Yeah. And once again, let's check the rules for this. First of all, the Bident gets five attacks with two damage apiece. His club gets four attacks with two rend and three damage apiece, okay? Right. So venom-encrusted weapons. He doesn't Ooh. get it because he is a mount and he is not a cruel boy. You have Your mount has to say that well, it gets whole, it. The- the whole keyword on this thing is cruel boys. Right, but what I'm saying is I thought it has to be a crew boy. Uh, oh, it is a cruel boy auric. But it does say that your mounts don't get it, and this guy is a right. mount. So Right, but so he would, the Biden goad would get it. Yes, it would. Not the iron, but not the Ironbound Clubs. That was my point. Yeah. But, yo, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were saying that. Um, okay, now what you can do is with that four, three by three, two rend, three damage attacks, you can stab him with the Biden goat at the start of the combat phase, and you take yeah. D3 mortal wounds. For each mortal, you get two more attacks with the club. Yeah, it's nuts. If he takes three mortals, he's got 10 attacks. <laughs> and guess what? Guess what he's next to? He's next to my Slogoth, so he's hitting on twos. Yeah. 
wounding on threes, two rend, three damage. Mm -hmm. And then in your hero phase, you get to regen on a four up D3 wounds. Right. I love this thing. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. And the model is sweet. The model is really nice. Yeah. But so, okay, so now we've got through all the heroes. Yeah. Let's talk about the other three units. Right, the Hobgrots. Oh, yes, the Hobgrots. Also, also known as the Sneaky Gits. You ever have those? Yeah. Do you, you remember the Sneaky Gits? I do remember the Sneaky yeah. Gits. Uh -huh. But now their, their lore is a little bit different because these guys consider themselves special. Yeah. They are somewhere between a Grot and an Auric in size. So they're bigger than the old goblins. They're bigger than regular Grots. Yep. They're more intelligent and stronger than Grots. In fact, they have a secret language of glyphs and stuff that make them closer to a military unit than uh, a regular Auric Horde. I love how they get in there. They get these orcs to let them fight with them, right? They're sort of in there. They want to be part of this. Whenever the orcs look at them, they march like in in columns and files, and they march in time. They act like a proper army, yeah. right? Yeah. I, and when they're not looking, they sit around calling each other swear words and stabbing each other and poking each other and acting the complete goblin fool that they can be right. right yeah you know but then when it's when you get into killing range they go back to what that. was it but they, they get back to within throwing their bombs range yeah you know, actually, yeah <laughs> but that's just it's so funny they act like they want to impress the orcs but when the orcs aren't looking they're just they're just skeezy yeah but then they're like oh there's an orc looking march 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 normal like it's yeah. it's uh oh, it's so silly so yeah. um you can reroll battle shock test if you got a standard bear. You can run and shoot if you have a musician. Yep, that's cool. And that uh, those grenades, it's one attack. Fours yeah, by threes, one threes. rend, one I damage. Think, yeah. I think these guys are just meant to be taken in massive numbers just for, you know, objective grabbing. How many come in a unit? Hold on. Ten. Huh. Ten. Are you really going to, are you spending your, your, 80 points. 80 points, but are you spending your reinforcements on making big units of this? No, I'm just saying at 10. Yeah, you could take a bunch of them at 10 for 80 points, I suppose you could. They just, I mean, they're one wound, six up save. I yeah, don't know how the, many of these the, you want to the, take. I, I would, I, if I was going to do, think if I was going to do, take them at all, I'd take them in units of 10. I'd just take a unit just to have, just to take an objective that's up the field on the first turn. Oh, okay. Get your points, and then they just get obliterated. You don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, whatever. Keep them to run in and grab a quick, cheeky objective before they get Exa their butts kicked? Okay. Yeah, exactly, yeah. All right, and then we've got the uh, man skewers and the beast skewers. These are good. Now, the man skewer bolt boys, these guys have two wounds apiece with a six-up save. They're not the best as far as their, you know, that goes. Uh, yeah. They do come in units of three for 120. Yep. Uh, that's the man skewer. The what's the other one? The uh, beast skewer. The beast skewer killbow. That's yeah. one, and it's uh 130 points. So there's a difference right there. Uh, one is artillery, and one is just three guys shooting. But right. it's funny because even though it's considered artillery, it's it's a couple of orcs holding a really really big crossbow. Like right, yeah. And they actually talk about that in the lore. It's just a really big strong orc that's carrying around. 
a bolt thrower, <laughs> like yeah. a giant old school bolt thrower. Right. Now these, I, I mean, do, you can use these with venom encrusted weapons too, right? Yeah, they're, that's who they are. A venom encrusted weapons is, I think, for all attacks, not just uh, shooting. Let's check. Let's find out, shall we? Let's go back to the rules. Uh, if an unmodified hit roll for an attack is a six. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So, yeah, this Venom Encrusted works for these two. Now, let's just talk about the, the Bolt Boys for the regular Joes, They're the two wound guys. Yep. Um, you can do a hasty shot or an aim shot. Hasty shot, they got to be within 12 inches, but you get two attacks, but it's harder to hit. Mm-hmm. Aimed shot is 24-inch range, but you only get one attack, but that thing hits on twos. But it's only two yeah. damage. Well, it's all based on whether or not you moved. Right. Right. So if you moved, you're making hasty shots. If you're standing still, you take aimed shots. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So basically, you can you can move. Now, you can, I wish you could run and shoot with them. I mean, that would just be a nice little bonus. But yeah. So if you moved, you're, you're getting extra shots, but it's harder to hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like these. You yeah. Just need a, you need a bunch of them. That's the thing. You get three for 120 points, and they're getting one attack a piece if you don't yeah. move. Twos by threes just for two damage. It doesn't seem like the output is there. Now you get That's one. What, a, you get one it, attack, one extra attack for the uh, for the champion. But the champion, mm-hmm. you're not going to take just three. You're going to take a lot of units of these. That's 120 take- points a piece. Yeah, but that's yep. not really that expensive. For what I they guess can, not. What they can do, they can just sit back and they're gonna they're gonna hold your you know your your objectives that are in your deployment zone, and they're gonna impact the game from now, the start. If you take big yellers, they are battle line. Yep. So if you decide to be big yellers, they're hitting at fifteen and twenty seven inches. Yes. And they're uh yeah they're battle line. Now the kill bow. Um, has the same pick them off rules. Yeah, you know you, sh- you, sh- you know you get the either hasty shot or aim shot. But then they have that r- the the rule called skewered, um, which is an attack made with beast skewer bolt roll number of dice equal to the wounds characteristic of the target unit. The damage characteristic is equal to two plus one for each roll of five up to a maximum damage characteristic of twelve. Yes, which is which is pretty awesome. So you're hitting like say you hit say you targeted Kragnos. Okay. <laughs> He's in this book. Let's times if we shoot at Kragnos. He has eighteen wounds. So you roll right. eight you roll eighteen dice. Each one of those, that's a five or better. You add so you'd one. Get six of them? Yeah. So yeah, the damage character is equal to two plus one for each roll of Five or better. So now you're, these are damage eight. Okay, that's not bad, right? That's not bad. And they're rend. They're red two. So I think I. I don't know. They're, I think they're pretty neat. Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to take a couple. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an artillery piece. Why wouldn't you? Especially in a game where you're hunting monsters and everybody's yeah, got a monster exactly. on the table. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Or some or some uh, centerpiece model that's got you know eighteen twenty wounds. You know, okay, right. And then you can shoot for free if you're doing uh, unleash hell on stuff. You know, you oh, can shoot right. in your hero phase with unleash hell, and then you can do it twice 
if you've got um, what's his face. Didn't we have something that said you don't have to take the minus one if you unleash hell? Wasn't that? Didn't we say yeah. something about that? Yeah, that's uh, that's gobsprack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. That's everything in the Cruel Boys. So, what's your list, Chris? So, my list for the Cruel Boys is so two thousand points. I went big yellers. Of course uh, you did. Of course I did. Uh, grand strategy. I took hold the line. Oh, we didn't is, talk uh, about that, did we? Uh, we didn't talk about grand strategies. We Let's do that real pass. quick because okay. that's actually important, and I totally forgot about that. Um, yeah. Everybody gets some extra. That, I knew I was missing something. Yeah, because grand strategies and battle tactics. We didn't. It's right after the path to glory, and that's why I missed it. Okay, so yeah. in matched play. You know, the, so this book gives you extra battle tactics and extra grand strategies. Most of them are focused on specific yeah. things. So the so, cr- cruel boys get one in particular for them. Mm-hmm. If your general's alive and less than half of your units have been destroyed. Yeah. That makes sense for them. In and out, lads, we're going to take minimum damage. Right. These are all, these are, I, I feel like these are all harder to achieve than the basic ones from the book. And I, I have no problem with that. None whatsoever. As long as the other books that do this do the same thing. Yeah. I don't mind giving them one or two of their own for flavor, but don't yeah. give them something so good that they're always wanting to take that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I just don't know why you take any of these when the standard ones from the core rulebook are just way easier. But once again... Maybe you're playing in something that you, 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 you know, there's there's themey players out there. That's true. I'm one of them. There you go. You know, <laughs> I mean, crump them all is kind of actually fun. If you've got Kragnos, Gobsprack, or Gordrak, mm-hmm. complete the strategy if there are fewer than three enemy units on the battlefield. If you're taking Gordrak and a bunch of brutes and you're playing one of those, you know what? I, I can get all of the objective points if you don't have any models. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, crump them all, you know. So that's yeah. that, you know, so that's that one. Um, right. We'll oh. get to the other guys when we get to them. Yeah. What do we then, have for battle tactics? So battle tactics, there is there's one take, for everybody. Take, take that, you suckers! <laughs> that's uh, you p- can pick this battle tactic only if the model picked to be your general has the cruel voice keyword. You complete this tactic if at least two criteria are met. At least 10 wounds or mortal wounds in any combination that were caused by friendly units are allocated to enemy models this turn. And fewer than 10 wounds or mortal wounds in any combination that were caused by enemy models are allocated to friendly models this turn. That's a hard one to pick. Yeah. And uh, you'd have to be pretty confident in what you're doing to have this work. You're going to yeah. give at least 10 wounds out and take, take less, less than, than 10. 10 wounds Yeah. in that, in that turn. Yeah. So I feel like it kind of goes into what we were saying before where you're probably going to pick this on like the first battle round where you've set up your two monster blitz up the flank and you're just going to crush something and no and you won't take any wounds back or if you've got a lot of you know if you're playing old yellers because you're cheesy shooty guy you could probably shoot a couple of things with those things and still get your 10 wounds done yeah uh and don't forget time to get stuck in because that one um is uh, actually there's, uh, yeah, that, I think this one is in, uh, everyone can use. 
Uh, yes. Uh, yep. Only if it's your first or second turn. If your general and all the models in your army on the battlefield are within 12 inches of an enemy unit at the end of the turn. So yeah. if you are going <laughs> up the guts... <laughs> You yeah, can that's pick an Iron this Jaws one. one right there, man. That's, that's... Yeah, and you can only do it in the first two turns because by the end you're always stuck in. Yeah. So okay. that's it for um, Cruel Boys. Oh, there is a Kragnos one if you've got Kragnos in your army. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick a faction terrain piece that was set up by your opponent and has not been demolished. Complete this tactic if you demolish it this turn. Right. Which makes sense. But so, yeah. yeah, you've got the the battle tactics and the match play. Now that we've explained it, go ahead. Go back to your list. I'm sorry. Okay, so I this is, I don't know. I, I do like the big yellers. So I just kind of went all out with that <laughs> army type. I just, I just I, like I, it. Okay, can I say that when you said you had made lists and I looked at those three, I said to, my, I, I said to myself, yeah. uh, Chris is going to pick old yellers. That was my oh, guess. Yeah. yeah, you were right. I, I know, I know. Hey, man, <laughs> this is one of the things I like about you, Chris. You unapologetically are like, you know what? I have I like every army. I like to play stuff, but I'm not playing to screw around. I'm playing like you know. I feel like this. I feel like they. This is just. This is the. This is the faction of cruel boys that really. It kind of. I don't know. I feel like it's the one that it says this. I am actually playing a cruel boys army. Like the other ones are like. I've just got. I mean, I don't. I don't know what the identity of those lists is. The bugs one and the and the. Um, well, I like that one because that goes back blades. to some of those really gross guys in the swamp. They're just covered in, yeah. in bugs. So when you get near them to fight, they're so gross. It's hard mm-hmm. to fight them. If 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 I'm fighting in hand to hand combat and centipedes and other sorts of d- gross, disgusting things are crawling off you and starting to crawl all over me and 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 bite and stuff like that. That's going to distract me. Just like when Nurgle... Okay, can I just say this? I've been thinking about this the whole time. This game is like for people who don't... Who who like Nurgle stuff and don't want to play Nurgle. Yeah. I feel like this. They got a lot of poison. There's gross stuff. Everything's smelly. Yeah. And I could I, see taking the bug guys just like theme on that whole idea of this is just... They're so... It's like when Nurgle's got flies flying all around you and it messes you up. I feel like... The cruel boys actually aren't that good at fighting. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they just, they just aren't. I mean, if you get them stuck in, like for a long, you're just gonna get killed. Well, and the thing is, your core guys, even your, yeah. your, your and your bolt skewers, or your your guys with the bows, they're all hitting on fours. Your hobgrots yeah, no. hit uh, hit on yeah. fours. Yeah. Your man skewers hit on fours. Your gut rippers right. hit on fours. Now, if you put them near. Sure. If you keep them near one of those, uh, those what's your mahuzis? What's that thing called? I keep forgetting its name. The Sludraker Beast? Uh, no, the Maw Crusher Slaga. Oh, Plus yeah. one to hit rolls for attacks made with melee weapons yeah. by friendly units only with an 18. Then they're hitting on threes. Yeah. It's not, I mean, hit threes by fours. It's still not great. But I'm that. See, that's what I was thinking. But then again, that's that's I was thinking buggy guys. So yeah. So I was thinking. Go with okay, it. So I, so I went with uh, kill a boss on great Nash two. Okay. As my general, I went with super sneaky as his command trade. I went uh, amulet of destiny for his and, artifact. And that does what now? That's just a five up ward. So he's got a five up ward. Super sneaky allows him to do what now? Allows him to uh, redeploy. One friendly unit and set up anywhere on the battlefield more than. Oh, okay. Nine. So that's the yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. 
Yep. And then the mount trait, I went for. I was torn here. I went for. I went with Fasten. Um. Because he's not a monster. He's not a monster. So you get that extra movement. Yep. So then, um, he's my general. And then I went with Merc Knob, Belch a Banner, um, Snatch a Boss on Sludraker Beast. And then a Swamp Caller Shaman with the Pot Grot and the Arcane Tomb to give him an extra spell. And okay. uh, I went with Sneaky Miasma on his spell. And then my, for my units, uh, I just went out on the big yellow thing. I just I took three units of three Mansure Bolt Boys. Okay. Just to just to stand in the back and shoot the crap out of stuff. And then the gut rip is I took thirty. So that's gonna be that's like if you're gonna I, I feel like if you're gonna have if you're gonna focus a combat somewhere, you're gonna wanna just go all out in that combat. So you got your thirty gut rippers with uh spears they're gonna back them up with a Merc knob, right? And they're just and they're just gonna they're just gonna fight, you know. And that yeah, you're gonna try to, you know, keep your kill boss near them, so they only lose one guy per round. Um, you can set this up, and then also the other thing was uh, three of the kill bows. I just of went course. three art three three artillery pieces. You're just gonna be shooting stuff, and then you're gonna do, you're gonna try to dominate one objective. With your gut rippers. Killbo is at all the big stuff. Bolt Boys yeah. is at all the smaller stuff. And yeah. you've got one big unit, one big blob of guys hitting on threes, wounded on fours. Exactly. And then if you if you see a spot where you think at the beginning of the game you can set it up like a like a sneak attack with the snatch a boss and the kill a boss. You can just go deploy somewhere and then just move and just just smash something, you know. All right. So that was my that was my cruel boys list. All right. So now we've got an hour and a half and we finished one of the three armies. Now <laughs> now thankfully though the other two armies are are actually much smaller. Yeah. And uh a little quicker to get through since we're a little more familiar with them. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to go through all of their little unit lores. I'm sorry I was doing all the lo- unit lores with these guys too. We didn't cover it last time and I thought it might be fun just to Yeah, totally. hit this is what they're supposed to be. Is this what mm-hmm. they do? And I kind of like doing that. Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know what? It's been like a half hour. Why don't we take another break? Um, yep. Because then I want to jump in and do, or yeah, you know what? Yeah, let's do that. Let's take a break. I need a break. Cool. And yep. then we'll uh, we'll figure this out. Look at them stupid Umies hissed Sogrock, slipping on his belly through the bulrushes. Behind him, a score of gut rippers took position, silent for once and frog-like in their scrambling gait. Together, they watched the first hundred humans wade into the river, kit held high, catch the weaklings out when they were waist-deep, thought Sogrock, and the fight went out of them. But they had guns, and a good bunch of them peered down from one of the floating islands they used to get their heavy stuff around. Cheating, that is, he whispered approvingly. There was a bellow from the far side of the river, taken up by a score of throats. Barreling out from the mist came a wedge of yellow-painted iron jaws. The Humi gunners turned their rifles on the armored oryx, most of the bullets pinging off, but some finding their mark to send oryx tumbling into the muck. Gunsmoke rose to mingle with the mist. Zogrok heard the shaman Dirkrot chanting low, and the 
bug came right back down to choke the gunners to death. Right on cue, there was a great groaning crack. Boss Slugfinger was goading his Tragus to push over the three marsh oaks Zogrok had taken a stolen chopper to that morning. Toppling, one splashed down into the river, but the other two thumped against the flying island, causing it to yaw crazily. A whooping roar rose up, and Zagra could just about make out Kabok's bone splitters running up the improvised ramps as they launched their assault on the Yumi artillerists. The first shoddy ranks of the Yumi infantry were scrabbling up the riverbank when the sludge raker beasts, quietly wallowing with their masters in the mud, burst forward as one. The monsters stormed in, lanky arms flailing madly to eviscerate and behead those on the flanks of the column. Nearby, Hobgrotts cackled as they emerged from the reeds to throw their bang sticks. Fire blossomed across the water. Right then, boys, shouted Zogrok over the screams. None of them gets past the river bank. Eyes glinted in the mist as his lads nodded their assent. At times like these, they gave him no trouble at all. All right, we's back with Iron Jaws. I love these models so much. I love mm-hmm. this. I uh, can I just tell you, I really like like th- this book has really gotten me pumped. Like, and I have orc stuff. Like, I've got yeah. thirty old metal black orcs, which are now yeah. the Ard Boys. Mm-hmm. And I've, I, I've, I've dozens of Ard Boys. I think I have plastic ones. So. So I've got I've got thirty old metal ones. Like that's how old they are, and they're still. I mean, they're not even primed. They're not even on bases anymore because I don't have them on squares. Are they loose? Or are they still in blister packs? No, they're loose. They're out of the blister packs. Like I had them built. I, I had them built and in with with my with my orc army. Mm-hmm. It's like I've I've got I've got an I've got an old school orcs and goblins army that I yeah. like to sell. Like three four hundred models, tons of goblins, night gob you know night goblins. Sure. Tons of regular orcs, stuff like that. I've got one that I just don't need. Um, but I pulled those black orcs out because I'm like, those are actually in this book. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the Ard Boys. You know, yeah. between that and I got, you know, GW was nice enough to send me the, the big old Dominion, what is it, Dominion set, and then the smaller yeah. the smaller set, Excelsis. So I've got, like, the big starter set of the orcs and then the mini one without the heroes in it, without all the heroes in it. So I've got a bunch of these orcs. And I'm like, I think I want to play this. Yeah, but it's like I'm already got to finish what I've got on the table before I can start painting these guys. Right. But oh, I kind of want to paint them and put up some pictures and then and then maybe maybe try to play them because I'm loving reading about this. If you can't tell, yeah, I mean I think they, they're so easy to paint too. Mm-hmm. The Iron Jaws stuff. I mean it's a oh hey, my gosh. It's, it's I like, I don't have any Iron Jaws except for those though. So I would have to play mm-hmm. Big Waff to to field an actual army in this. And so I that's so why I don't have a list, but. Gosh, the iron. Like I said before, I, we talked about this last episode. If I was picking a, just one, I I just I love the iron jaws. I love the iron jaws. Yeah. Uh, every the, the look, the feel. This is this is the orcs to me. Right. Yeah. Uh, like Gore, like Gordrak is just he's kind of uh, neat. Yeah. <laughs> kind of neat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's talk. Let's start over. For those of you now, here we are, an hour and thirty into the show. Let's start over. Mm. And talk about these guys' battle traits and abilities and stuff. Uh, you can pick Iron Suns, Blood Tooths, or the Chapas. We'll get back to their what though what that gives them once we talk about what they what they kind of have. 
Um, yeah. There, the Iron Jaws Wah. Once per battle, start of the charge phase. Plus one to charge rolls for friendly Iron Jaws Jaws units, and plus one rend for melee weapons on that till the end of that turn. Mm-hmm. That can actually be plus one to charge for all the units because it's not within range, and plus yeah. one rend until the end of the turn. That could be pretty good, actually. Yeah, I've never fought against a Iron, uh, Iron Jaws army that wasn't, yeah, doing this just right away. <laughs> exactly. Just, it almost happens on turn one. Almost all, like, oh, my God. Here they come. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, then um, you've got a command ability. Yeah, this one is all, it's almost too good. Like <laughs> You think so? Oh, my gosh. All right, Mighty Destroyers. But I've seen this before with other things. It's, it kind of is the same thing. So um, if it's more than 12 units, if, if it's more than 12 inches from the enemy, because you can't charge them, obviously, because yep. it's twelve more than 12 inches, make a move. Yep. If they're within three inches of the enemy, you pile in, which is kind of cool. Like if you're already stuck in the battle, getting that extra pile in just out of sequence to get your All guys right. more around them. Yep. That's good. Hold on a second. Can't get out of here. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and if it's within twelve, but more than three, you charge. Yeah, that's that's the. It's basically the an extra move. Yeah. So what people do is they they do it twice. There there are ways to issue mighty destroyers twice, and they just move twice and then charge. <laughs> Because you can move in the hero phase, right? Because mm-hmm. you do this this move, and then you move uh, during your movement phase, mm-hmm. can't you? And then, and then you just and then you just charge. Yeah, it's crazy. And then, <sighs> but you can issue mighty destroyers to more than one unit. Oh, that's right. Somebody gets to do. Yeah. Oh, isn't it Gordrak gets like three mo- three units or something like that, or someone gets that they get to do it to three units or something? Yeah. It's there's yeah. A, there's a it's one of the command traits. Okay, and then smashing and bashing. Um, yeah. And this this was the rule they had before. If they fight and they destroy a unit, mm-hmm. then if there's another Iron Jaws unit within three inches of them, they fight immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I set C- this up you one cha- time. Yeah, can you chain this down the board? Like just- oh, yeah. I, I set it up one time against an uh, orc player with a, my Blades of Corn army. I just put out like a unit of 10... Of the Blood Reavers, I had Chaos Spawns, I had, I had like, I don't know, I had all this chaff, I just threw it out there, and before I even got to go, I, I already had like five or six Blood Tithe points, I'm like, sweet. Because <laughs> 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 they all just got murdered, like, right away, then I didn't even get to fight. Because they like, wipe they, it out, and then the next just, unit next to them wipes again, it out, and the unit next again, to them, they oh, fight again, that's... And they fight again, and they fight again, I was like, oh my gosh. And it's not. Yeah. And, and here's the thing: it's not like suddenly they're going to be out, and you're going to have all these attacks back. Because in order for them to do that, they've just wiped out several units. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. What about their command traits? Yeah. Let's keep these ones. Let's. Uh, okay. Uh, hulking brute. After the general makes a charge, pick an enemy unit within one. On a two up, it takes D three mortal wounds. Yeah. Okay. It's 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 what it's uh, impact hits basically, right? Yeah. Yeah. All okay. right. So what about mega bossy? That's the one. There you go. Might you can issue mighty destroyers even if it's already been issued by another model. So someone else issues it. Yeah. And then he you can issue it. Freaking bananas. Uh, okay. So yeah, that's Oh boy. 
What else do we got? Uh, Mighty War Leader. If the general calls an Iron Jaws War, you can reroll the charge rolls for the units wholly within 12 inches of him. Sure. <laughs> so <laughs> everybody's getting plus one to charge, and this unit is going to, anyone near him is going to reroll. Works. And that's yeah. for mega bosses. Why don't you take the ones for the wizards? So Iron Jaws Wizard only, touched by the wall. Before attempting to cast a spell with his general, you must pick a unit within six. The unit just suffers D3 mortal wounds, but you can add the number of mortal wounds caused that unit to the casting roll for the spell. If you pick this general to suffer the mortal wounds and they are slain by one of those wounds, the spell is not successfully cast. I have a question. Mm -hmm. This literally says pick a unit within six inches. Yeah. Can it be an yep. enemy unit? Doesn't say friendly unit. I suppose you could. So if I if if I've got an Iron Jaws yeah. wizard who I I managed to get too close to combat, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't see why you couldn't. Wow, I mean it. I mean I know that the little that the you know the stuff in italics, you know the flavor yeah. says yeah the, right. Uh, this shaman is particularly sensitive conduit for war energy. Although some of the smarter lads know not to stand too close when fighting. Yeah, well, the smart ones know to stay away. The enemy don't know. Like right. it just wonder, says, but that shouldn't like the lore of that says you need wah energy to do that. And well, umis don't generate again, wah. Lore energy versus <laughs> what the wah rules. Energy. Are. I'm yeah. just saying that's what it says. And unless yeah, I mean, I, did they put out yeah. an FAQ? Did I miss this? I don't think we missed the FAQ yet. I don't think it's come out yet. So. No, I don't think so. So I'm like I said, I'm only asking because that's what it says. And yeah. if I'm being rules lawyery, pardon me. I, it's it's I know no. it's it's out of uh, it's out of my character. No, I think I I think I would say yeah, go for it. And uh, you can also uh, take Master of the Weird, which is get an extra spell. Yeah, which is cool because you don't you don't have to take the Arcane Tomb. But no one's ever going to use an Iron Jaws wizard as their here as their general. Come on. Oh, that's right. It's got to be the general. Yeah, no. Not nine, nine Iron Jaws armies out of nine are going to take Mega Bossy. Like, yeah, it says with this general. Unless you can pick more than one general. So the general can issue Mighty Destroyers, but then another guy could issue Mighty Destroyers. Just a, it's just a command ability. Well, yeah, that one so, is. But yeah, but why? Right? Is it so the general, the general, the general can issue mighty destroyers, and then your, you know, your other hero can also issue mighty destroyers. Right. Or the gen, or the champion of. Even if it's no, so somebody else would have to do mighty destroyers first, and then he yeah, can the, do this even if it's already been issued. Yeah. Yeah. He do it to himself. <laughs> sure. Which is what most people do. And the artifacts. Mm -hmm. Now, um, armor of Gork, six up ward, plus one to hit with melee weapons, but you're minus two to move. Yeah. I, is this good? Nah. No. Yeah, because I'm going to say they're already kind of slow because they're wearing all that armor. <laughs> okay, so I was not yeah, wrong well. about that. No. Then you've got destroyer. Pick a melee What's weapon. Yeah. Once in the battle, at the start of the combat phase, you can add three damage character yeah. to the three of the damage characteristic. That one seems again, it's once per game. Once per battle, yeah. Yeah. Eh, am I wrong? Just, eh? just take just take Manicor Venom. 
And then Boss Skewer. Uh, plus one bravery to friendly Iron Jaws within 18 inches. Minus one bravery to enemies within 12. Eh. If I was going to pick <laughs> one of these, I think I would pick that one, though. If, you, if, if I was, was going to pick one of these forced, three? If I was forced to pick, I would take Destroyer, I think. Okay, once per once per. Okay, I'm just yeah. thinking that constant passive, because their their yeah. their bravery is not hot. Depends on who your general is, I suppose. If your general is going to be on a maw crusher, just rampaging across the battlefield, you'll probably never get to use it. But yeah. if he's going to be a mega boss on foot, yeah, you might use it. Uh, I guess. Right. Yeah. Right? I mean, right. no, I'm, you're, I'm not. Yeah. So let's see. What else do we got here? We went I mean, through this. That, we, the other? We, we, when you're like comparing like Destroyer to Vial of Manicore Venom, which is your basic universal, pick one of the bear's melee weapons, add one to wound rolls for attacks made with that weapon. That's that's what Vial of Manicore Venom does. That's that's awesome. Yeah. For for a war boss or for a mega boss. True. Yeah, I guess you're, <laughs> then right. you're, you're wounding on twos most of the time. Oh, so good. <laughs> All right, let's talk about their their uh, their magic. Yep. Iron Jaw Wizards, Lore of the Weird. Yes. Foot of Gork. There it, yep. Cast on a 10, 18 inch range, pick an enemy. Uh, and it's always with. I never say within range and visible because it's like always within range and visible. Like I don't yeah. know any spells that that's a, it's a, I, so. If I seem yeah. like I'm glossing through this, there's a lot. We've already been talking for two hours almost, so I'm just trying to you know yeah. save something take, here. Yep. So d six wounds, roll a dice, four plus, suffer more wounds, keep rolling until you're dead. <laughs> I mean, it goes yeah. off on a ten, and that's brutal. But it's. D6 mortal wounds for the first one, and possibly it can. I mean, we've yeah. all seen this go on yeah. and on and on. Oh, yeah. And it's wonderful when it does. It's not fun <laughs> if you're suffering from it. <laughs> no. But if you're being honest, if this goes off several times, if he stomps you four or five times. Yeah. You know, and, and I've seen it, I've seen it stomp. One time I remember seeing it stomp five times. And it did about seven wounds total. Oh, <laughs> Because man. he kept rolling ones and twos to wounds. Yeah. But he kept uh, rolling four ups to yeah, keep it going. In the old game, I've had my steam tank get stomped by this before. It's just like, oh, God, yeah. God. Like, God dang it. Yeah. Uh, and they kept the mighty Ed, but mm-hmm. that's uh, 16 in trains, goes off on a five, pick a hero, and it takes a mortal wound. If it's a wizard, it's D3. That's the the shaman yep. headbutts the air and forget and basically <laughs> basically it's long distance headbutt. That's exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs> yeah. And because it's a magical one, if you're a wizard, it hurts more. It's just right. so good. The next one is 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 why you take this guy. <laughs> the hand of gork. Yeah. This is really good. Oh yeah. Go for it. So it's cast value seven, range of twelve. Pick a friendly auric unit wholly within range. Visible to caster, more than three from all enemy units. You're going to be doing this on turn one. So yep. remove that unit from the battlefield. Set up again anywhere on the battlefield. More than nine cannot move. But, of course, you can charge. Yeah. That's that's a great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a quick teleport spell. Yeah. It's got a limited range on who you can pick to teleport. But yeah. then, yeah. boom, so, you're dropping them. So what you're doing is is your mighty destroyering. Your either your two units of Gorgruntas or a unit of Gorgruntas and a Maw Crusher, and then you're using this spell on a unit of Ard Boys or Brutes or whatever, and you're just throwing them up there and charging. 
So this, that's that's what you do. Yeah, because this the, the, these guys are up the guts. Yep. Yeah, there's go- no there's no other tactic with Iron Jaws either than there they are get them. Sometimes <laughs> if you got if you got some guys that can move fast, you can go up the up the flanks. Sure. But if that's a quick way in to get to get tucked in and, and get it going, but yeah, it's basically get in there. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. They're not. This army is not subtle. <laughs> uh, Whereas crew boys, crew boys are subtle. They have all tricks, but not this. Not this list. Nope. And then you got Basham lads, mm-hmm. which is also kind of good. Uh, goes off on an eight until your next hero phase. Plus one to wound for Oof. friendly iron jaws wholly within sixteen inches. Woof. That's <laughs> Anytime you get plus one to wound anywhere, uh, that that's a, that's a rare ability. Plus one to wound. When you see that, you pay attention to that because you want that. Yes, you do. Yeah. And oh, okay. So if you pick one of these war clans for the Iron Jaws, you can pick Iron Son, Iron Sons, Blood Tooths, or the Chapas. Ah. Uh-huh. Um. Every orc army I've ever played against. Has been has been Iron Jaws, Iron Sons, everyone. Really? Yeah, I've never okay. fought against the other. I, I fought. I don't know. I, I don't know how many games I fought against. A lot. They, they've all been Iron Sons. So. Well, now it's now once again it's down to a single rule though. Yes. So what do we? It's called All Right, Get Them. Yeah. It's a command ability, at the end of the enemy charge phase. So you give it to a friendly Iron Suns unit within 12 inches of an enemy unit, more than three inches from an enemy unit. So it's in that charge range, and they can charge. Yep. So you're charging in the enemy's turn. At the end of the enemy's charge phase. So they got up close and didn't charge you, or they got up close and failed the charge? Or they're just within 12 inches of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was looking, what, are the, what are the rules for redeploy? I don't have it's it in a, front of me. That's after their movement phase, though, right? Yeah, but... They move, I redeploy. <laughs> and, yeah. What? Do I, should I look that up real quick? If you want to. I'll talk about the blood tooths and the choppers while you look it up. All right. All right, blood tooths, hunt and crush. And these guys, the first the first Auric into the fight gets the experience and the best of the scrapping. So these are the guys who are going in there. These are the Gorgruntas. At the end of the combat phase, friendly Bloodtooth Gorgruntas that fought and are within three inches of an enemy unit can make a pile-in. In addition, those that fought but are not within three inches can make a normal move or a charge move. So if you're within three inches, you can pile in and get closer. If you're not... You can move to get to somewhere or charge. So at the end of the combat phase, and it's units that fought. So if you fought and wiped out your enemy, you can keep going. If you're playing a lot of Gorgruntas, I don't see why you wouldn't take the Blood Tooths. Yeah, you would, you would take it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Did you find your rule? I did not. It's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and if you want to be the Chapas, and I love this, the Chapas, and those are the guys who are mostly uh, Ard Boys. Yeah, and they revel brutes and, brutes and art boys. Yeah, yeah, they revel in vandalism, hop, uh, whooping at the top of their voices, charging forwards in a rowdy scrum. These are rabble rousers. When you use the violent fury ability, 
of a friendly war chanter. What is the violent fury of the war chanter? Because we haven't gone over their rules yet. Let's look real quick. Um, violent fury. In your hero phase, pick a friendly Iron Jaws unit wholly within 15 inches. Until your next hero phase, and this is this is just an automatic ability. Nice. Yeah. Plus one to the damage yeah, from melee good. weapons. Okay. That's so when weird. you use that... You can pick three units of Brutes or or Ard Boys mm-hmm. instead of one friendly Iron Jaws unit. So if, if you don't pick Brutes and Ard Boys, if you want to give it to one of your bigger guys, mm-hmm. you can only give it to one guy. But if you're going to give it to your to your to your foot soldiers, you can give it to three. Yeah, that's not well, bad either. It's good, but what, what most people do is they just take two War Chanters. And they just do it to two units instead of three because they're so cheap, right? You know, That's true. and then and then they then they reap the benefits of iron suns or blood tubes. I've never seen a chop. I've never seen a blood tubes or a chop as army, so I don't know. Okay. I, well, I mean, there you go. Fair There's enough. some. Yeah. Th- that's that's something I did not know. So that's yeah. always interesting. Now. Uh, what else do they have? They have uh, they they have a grand strategy as well. Show them who's the boss. Pick this if the model pick to be your generals and iron jaws. Okay, blah, blah, blah. When the battle ends, you complete this strategy if two or more enemy heroes were slain by attacks made by that general and your general's not slain. That's a hard one to that's, fill that's out. That's really Because your general in in iron jaws almost always dies. Because you get Cause him he, stuck in everywhere. He's, he's getting stuck in. He's, probably, he's usually dying on... Turn three or four. Well, not only that, but you have to take out two other heroes with that model. <laughs> yeah. So if, yeah, and if, have him live. It's like a little boy. Yeah. If and but here's the thing: even if you go after, um, you know, I'm going to go after a, a a five wound dude. I'm going to fly in. If you're attacking him, you're not attacking something that's bigger and and maybe juicier. But you're also all I got to do is just keep them away from you. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You can fight this chef. I'm just going to keep my heroes away from you. I mean. Yeah. Do you want to rearrange your whole battle to keep them from getting their grand strategy? I don't know. But right. it's something you, also you can work to, to avoid. Yeah, you have to not only kill two heroes, but you also have to keep your guy alive. Which is which means you're Which is, means you're not going to want to risk him at the end of a battle, maybe, when you might need him to kill something. It's like... Yeah. You know, it's like, ah. Uh, what about the battle tactics? They've got uh, puny... Squash the puny gets. You got this one? Squish the puny gets. Yeah. Uh, you can pick this battle tactic only if the model picked to be your general has the Iron Jaws keyword. Now, there's at least one enemy battle line unit on the battlefield. You complete this tactic if there are no enemy battle line units on the battlefield at the end of the turn. So, basically, when they're down to one battle line, you could pick this yeah. battle tactic. You don't want to risk yeah. it. Unless you unless you got a lot of brutes lined up and you think you're going to chain lightning your brute attacks all <laughs> the way down the line. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, it's it's... I, I, it's situational. Again, yeah, if you've got one battle line unit left, take it. But again, I also like the fact that these are not things you're going to be clamoring to take. The, right. the generics are still mm-hmm. the things you're looking at. These are just other options. Right. I wonder if there will be like a tournament that comes out and says, you know what? You have to use the battle tactics from your book. Um. I I'm gonna <laughs> guess not unless it's a really fluffy tournament because what people would, be. would, would be lose like, their minds. It would be like a narrative event, you know what I yeah. mean? Something like that. It'd be like, hey, guess what? There are no core battle tactics. 
You got to yeah. use the ones from your book. Like what? <laughs> well, for, and remember, there's only a few that have this right now. So you'd have to right. wait until a lot of things yeah. come out. I could yeah, see, exactly. I could see you doing that with friends if right? you're playing. Yeah. yeah, if you're playing narrative, I could see saying yeah. that. But that would, cool. uh, you know, it, once it would, again, I think it, w- it would be cool. It'd be, a, you know, oh my god, that's okay. Yeah, as cool. long as everybody's battle tactics and stuff like that remain. Um, yeah, somewhat difficult yeah. to achieve. Well, plus this, right. you've only got, one, there's, I think, two. Only two in here you can take because there's one yeah. generic and one per group. So you'd have yeah. to, I could see a rule saying you have to use. So you have to use whatever ones you can, whichever ones are possible yeah. from your book. You have to use them at least, you have to use them in yeah. your battle. I could see a lot of people not liking that is all I'm saying. Yeah, we kind of need right. though for a narrative anyway go ahead let's, sorry let's uh, no i'm so, no don't be sorry let's <laughs> talk uh let's talk mega bosses yep put them on a maw crusher yeah um they're really good they're just really good um gordrak is better but the but the but the guy on the maw crusher is just uh, he he does so much damage and they're so yeah. good uh, how much are these he, guys? Mega Boss on Maw Crusher. He's four hundred eighty points. Yeah, That's no expensive. joke. Gordrak is five sixty. So yeah, these. If you pick one of these, you're investing about a quarter of your army. They always die. They got a four up save. Don't you yeah. think they should live? They don't. They always die. And it, okay, and this guy can actually get a three up save. But I suppose mm-hmm. okay, so you got can get a three up save. He's got a ton of attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he kills stuff for sure. Like he goes in, he'll wipe out a unit. If he gets a double turn, he'll wipe out another unit. But then he's the <laughs> problem is every play- everybody targets this thing because it <laughs> everybody can... goes after him. When I played, I've only played against one of these things once, and it Did was a mega it? boss on a maw crusher. I was playing. I think it was at Adepticon. Did you kill it? Oh yeah, I, well I dropped in. This is this is earlier in the in the in you know this is I think this is, might have been in first edition, uh-huh. but yeah I uh, I dropped in uh, the stormcast. I charged with my uh, the paladins, the guys with the lightning hammers. Yeah, the retributors. Yeah, I dropped in with ten retributors. Mm-hmm. They had all the extra. They had the attacks. I rolled a ton of sixes. Yep, blast to ashes. And he took sixteen mortal wounds. <laughs> And then he had two left, and then it was like, okay, yeah. and now save the actual attacks. Yeah. If you miss even one of them, it's two damage. He was like, you're kidding me. Like, I did. I, I rushed in, dropped yeah. in with the bonus, and took him out on turn one, and the guy was kind of pissed. And I get it. He's like, <laughs> man, you know. You got to like, see that coming. Come on. Don't get to play with your toys. All right. Um, but it's got this destructive bulk rule. So basically, with destructive bulk, yeah, this is new. This is new. This is nasty. So after you do a stomp with your monstrous rampage, because this guy's a monster, uh, and the enemy unit you pick takes any mortal wounds, then it suffers an additional number of mortal wounds equal to the destructive bulk value, which is basically up to three more mortal wounds. Then, if after all the models slain by those mortal wounds have been removed from play, if there are no enemy models within three inches of this unit, so meaning if your destructive bulk wipes out the unit, because that would have to be, or else they would have to be pulling enough models away from the front, which why would they do that? Right. You know, oh, I I don't want to fight you. I'm going to pull them off the front or something. I mean, it would just... Then you could move D6. It is D6. It is a random move. And carry out another stomp. So you could theoretically only move one inch. Mm-hmm. 
now, that's nasty. You now, get to do it again. You get to do it again. Yeah, could you if, if if you just kept taking things away from three inches of you? Could you yeah. really? Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, you, it, I don't. Uh, Stomp doesn't do that many wounds, does it? It only does D three. So you, yeah, it would, yeah. The odds of you doing it more than once are slim to none, right. unless you're in late game and you've got a nice. Your enemy has set up a bunch of units that are just <laughs> mostly dead. Yeah. But still, you know, an extra an extra few and then you can move forward. That's that's fun. And that's and that's exactly what this thing would do. It smashed everything, it looked around, there's something over there, jump towards it. Yep. Um You could almost use this rule against this guy. You could like suck him into like range of like weapons that it didn't charge. Um <laughs> You know what well, I mean? Well it says you can move him. And carry like out another stomp. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to. So that yeah. otherwise, yeah, because yeah, I'm thinking like frenzy, where you get them and it's like I could just angle you <laughs> yeah, off the exactly. board. Um, you can pick three Iron Jaws unit to receive a command with yeah. him too, instead of just one. Yeah. So that's your, that's your mighty destroyers. Yeah. There you go. Your mighty destroyers that gets three. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after the mighty destroyers gets uh the three. Units to do that, um, isn't? Didn't we say one guy, or didn't we? Isn't yeah. So somebody else can do it. Too. Can do it, yeah. So if he would you, do it first, and he would do it to three units. And then, and then the guy with the, uh, the yeah, the guy with the other command. Yeah, so that you can mighty destroyer up to four units easily. Yeah, almost your whole army. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Um. Yeah, and it's just. I mean, it's got a potential for about. What uh, well, mighty uh, fist and tail has eight attacks? Okay, your yeah. <laughs> your your <laughs> maw crusher has starts with eight attacks. Is on the five threes by threes, two rend, three damage. So you've got a potential twenty four wounds from the maw crusher, and then I'm taking the only seven attacks so I can get the three up save because I want a three up save. Sure. So then I got seven attacks, threes by threes, one rend, two damage from the guy on top. So that's another potential 14. If I yeah. don't want the three-up save, it's nine attacks. So there's two more on top of that. And plus you kid him out, right? You know, you can be wounding on twos, do all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. In fact, <laughs> wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. So then you got strength from victory. Which we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, you get you, you get to add to your wounds and to your attacks for every wound for every d- wound if, no, he if, does. If, no, not for everyone. If any models, every models were, were, yes, slain were slain or yep. uh, by a wound caused by this attack. So if you killed any models in the yes. combat phase, yeah, you get plus one wound because and it's add one to your characteristic. So if there's some way to heal him, which I don't know if there is, his wound uh, characteristic yeah, goes up yeah. to nineteen. His wound characteristic goes up to twenty. Yeah, he can heal. He can heal himself, right? With yeah. uh, heroic recovery. And one attack, plus one attack for his weapons, not the mount. Right. So that seven attacks goes up to eight. At- so, yeah, that's that's. Yeah. <laughs> I love this thing. Oh yeah, he's great. But. And then we go over to Gordrak because you know what? Yeah, he's just the mega boss times, you know, a couple of factors you know what i mean he's just Wah. yeah because you've also got that eight inch range the four the four quick attacks that are going to do yeah. you know that hit hard with that that inner yes. busting roar yeah has more attacks so everything about gordrak is just more yeah it's got it's got more 
uh, more attacks from the missile weapon. He's got more attacks with his axe. Well, he's got less attacks with his axes, but he's, he's got, got ten two total. Of, he ten so he's got total. more actually than the other yeah. guy, no matter he, what he, he picks. Yeah, and then the Maw Crusher has an extra attack and extra damage. It's just yeah, big teeth is he's nasty. Yeah, his destructive bulk is better. Um, and it's got all that stuff. It's God, he's so awesome. But he's Gordrak. He should be awesome. He should be awesome. I mean, just looking at, I mean, plus the stuff that he does. <laughs> but he's also, he also, he's, he's kind of like the same thing with Kragnos. Uh-huh. He's, a, he's not unkillable. He's got a four-up save. Right. No, he's not unkillable. But he's, he's so much fun to bring in. Plus oh, yeah. his two weapons, you know, five attacks each. Twos by threes, one ren, two damage. It's pretty standard. But yeah. the one weapon does mortal it, it does it basically does like the lightning hammers, but instead of doing the two da- two mortals on sixes, it does them on a four plus to hero. <laughs> yeah. Only to heroes, but that's what he's going after, right? He's Gordrak. Yeah, so Smasha does it to heroes, that's not wizards. Right. Cunning does it to wizards. Yeah. So on a four up from Cunning, five attacks from Cunning to Wizards. Yeah. Two mortals. Yeah. So I I love it. I love it. And you know what's really just crazy about this entire is there's only ten units in right. in the Iron Jaws. So it's yeah, so they, quick. They yeah, they didn't get any new stuff. No, so then you got your uh, your mega boss on foot. Now he yeah. only moves four inches, which is another one of these things we talked about. You don't want to take those bonus and lose your movement. Because you could only put it really in any real way on the guy on the Maw Crusher. And he and that makes drops their movement to ten. Yeah. So because this guy got a four inch move, you drop his movement by two. <laughs> what two are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> but this guy's got eight attacks, two damage a piece. Mm-hmm. Um. And he's cheap. Yeah, and he can pick two Iron Jaws units to receive commands. Yeah. yeah. So he's his commands are are suddenly better. How much is this guy? He's the. Uh, 140, I think. Where are you? Come on. Or Mega, he's 140. 140, yeah. He's, he could take three Oric Mega Bosses. <laughs> if you kill it and it hasn't fought yet, it can fight before it's removed from play. So it gets its yeah. eight attacks in. Yeah. And this is another one. Um, that strength from victory isn't for the Maw Crusher. That strength from victory rule that the that he's got that the other the mega bosses have and Gordrak have the one that gives you the plus one attack and plus one wounds, yeah. that's an that they get it too. That's an yeah. orc ability, and it makes sense because we always talk. The more they fight, yeah, the bigger and stronger they the get. bigger and stronger yeah. they get. So that's exactly what's happening, which I think is fantastic. Yep. Uh, it's just such a great. Um, uh, I just think that's so cool. You stick these guys in, they kill some normal units, and then suddenly it's like, oh, he's got up to eight wounds. Now he's got nine attacks. Right. And it's at the end of the combat phase. Mm-hmm. Not your so combat this, phase. Right, yeah, any combat. So this happens twice a turn. Yeah, if he gets stuck in turn one uh-huh. and he's killing something every turn, by like turn three or four, he's got like 14 attacks. Right, and he's not... Uh, he's not a huge model, so he's not going to be getting just pummeled by everyone on the battlefield. He's no. going to be he's going to be in there amidst the brutes and the ard boys, and he's just going to be getting 
And once again, you play, it, you play it smart. You have him right up, and you got your units sort of tight in together so he can't get surrounded. Exactly. And he's doing great. Yeah. Now let's talk about the War Chanter. Yeah, these are a one plus, possibly a two plus for every now, Iron Jaws army. These guys are better than the Weird Knobs. <sighs> they're not better. They're, they're you. You just need them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, they, you need they, a shame. Yeah. You need you need a Weird Knob Shaman too. Yeah. Okay, so the War Chanter, and this is the guy that we said in the Hero Phase pick a unit and add one to the damage yeah violent fury it's just nasty and mm -hmm. there's no way you're there's no way for your opponent to turn it off it just happens uh-huh it's not random you don't have to roll a die it just happens then you can pick a war beat yeah because they're they're hammering out that 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 uh that drum beat they got yep. that rhythm yeah so you got to roll a die on a three up the attempt is successful so you got your choices. You got fix and beat. Mm -hmm. uh, you can heal a unit within a foot, heal up to D three wounds, or you can do get them beat. Uh, pick an iron jaws unit within a foot in the charge phase. You can charge that unit if it's within eighteen instead of twelve, and you roll three dice instead of two. That's really good. Yeah, that's good. But the one everyone uses is kill a beat. Uh, that's one where you pick an enemy within a foot, you get plus one to hit. Plus one to hit's good. I, but the D3, the healing D3 seems like it, it might be something you might want. I don't know. Well, if you could, usually you're going to take two of these guys. So most of the time I see... They can have beat. the same beats, right, though? Cause, so they can be on you other... Could, you could, but you can only affect... Uh, unit cannot attempt a war beat that has been attempted by another friendly unit in the same turn. Oh, okay. So, no, yeah. so then you're going to take different ones. Okay. They're gonna take kill a beat, and usually you see the other guy has get him beat. So what you so the combo uh, what you do is, is you get you put you put this on your boss. You give him kill a beat. So he's plus one to hit. He's got a vial of vanicore momentum. He's plus one to wound. It's eight attacks, twos to hit, twos to wound, rend one damage two. It's insane. Now can you get him beat the same unit or can you not? I know you can't give commands to the same unit, but these aren't commands. No, yeah, you can do a get him beat and a kill so you could you could you could pump him up and then yeah, yeah. Let him and then you and then if you wanted to you could use your violent fury on him to give him three damage. But what most people do is they put violent fury on the Ard boys to make them all damage too. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. All right. So if we take the shaman, mm -hmm. he's got a five up save instead of a four up save like the uh, war chanter. Yeah. yeah. Um. He his, 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 his yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Go. So his only job is to cast Hand of Gork. That's it. Okay, so he's just going to cast Hand of Gork and move things around the board. Mm -hmm. And try to unbind once per game or once per round. That's all he does. Okay. Um, and he can do other stuff, too. He can do the puking thing and all that stuff. But he's, Now here, yeah, let's talk about that. If he's within 12 inches of 10 or more other friendly Iron Jaws models at the mm -hmm. end of the hero phase... It can attempt to cast the green puke spell in addition to any other spells it can cast, even if a wizard has already attempted to cast green puke. So right. does that mean he can cast it even if he already cast a spell? <laughs> I believe it does, yeah. Because that's the part that I'm confused about, because I'm not certain if it says that or not the way I'm reading it. So it says it can attempt to cast a green puke spell in addition to any other spells it can cast. Which so. could mean it just gets added to the list. But it's only on the list if he's near 10 
other models. I believe that is true. It's like there's so much Wah energy flying around that he can cast this one for free. So now if he can cast it, then that's kind of cool because he's casting the one thing and then he's got this extra thing he can cast. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's, it's not, you know, it's like a bonus that this guy can do. So what does it do? It, uh, let's see, 2d6 range, goes off on a 6. Pick a point on the battlefield, visible, uh, draw a straight line. Mm -hmm. Each unit that is models passed across takes D3 mortal wounds. Okay, so oh, so he's puking, and it's like yeah. acidic. So yeah. it's just a, a quick line, anything yeah. that gets hit with it. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's good. I'm curious if he gets that as an extra spell, because I would... I, th I, I think he does. Because that would be cool. Like, you get your yeah. one thing you need to cast, and then I'm puking all over the place. I'm puking yeah. up Wah energy left and right every turn just by staying near them and that having that energy build up. And usually he's going to be tailing behind a unit of Ard Boys, or a unit of Ard Boys, is, he's going to be walking behind them. Ah, uh, gotcha. Hey, quick, quick question before we get to the Morgox Crushers and Iron Skulls, boys. Those are those. Uh, those, yeah, those are, are the the um, Warcry units, right? Not no, Warcry. The, 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 the uh, Underworlds. Uh, Underworlds units. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care about those. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I mean, sorry, I don't, I don't play yeah. it. I don't have them. Like I, it's, yeah. uh, they're and I, I mean, maybe they're great. If they're great, tell me we could talk about them. I just I mean, I mean, the, the only thing they do is they're cheap. So if you've got because a lot of times in these Iron Jaws armies, you're like, you're restricted to the amount that you can take. So you end up with like a weird amount of points left. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, I mean, oh, I've okay. got I've got ninety points left. What am I gonna get? Like, well, I could take another Shaman. I'm like, I don't really want to do that. Or I could take an ally. I'm like, nah. Iron well, Skull's take, boys is eighty yeah, points. Yeah, he's eighty points. You get four dudes, and they can take an objective. You know what I mean? It's Morgox like, crushes is ninety points. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you just end up with weird points left in these Iron Jaws armies because you're kind of limited of what you can take. If you're taking pure gotcha. Iron Jaws. All right, let's hit these last three uh, scrolls, and that way yep. we can, um, we, then you can talk your list, and we'll take another break. Cool. All right, so we got the weird knob. Oh, we just talked the weird knob. So the brutes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Brutes have a four-up save with three wounds apiece, but they move four. Yeah. Okay, well, this whole army moves four, basically, because of all the armor yeah. they're wearing. Because that's what we said. It literally slows them down. Um, They got that long list of weapons again. Yeah. So it's that's, this is like one of the original sets, right, that came mm -hmm. out with the game. So they just got a crazy amount of options. So you got to pick um, Brute Choppas or Jagged Gore Hackers. And then one guy can take a gore choppa. So you're always going to want the gore choppa because that's pretty good. Yeah. But no. I like, I think I think I like the jagged gore hackers. So you get a two inch range, three attacks. Yeah. You lose an attack, rend. but you, yeah. pick up rend. you pick up rend. Okay. So Armored actually doesn't have a lot of rend. Um, okay. I mean, not minus two. There's quite a bit of, there's, you know, there's minus one around. So one in five can have a gore chopper. That's like kind of giving that special weapon. That's almost like it's not as good, but it's like those star uh, star yeah, soul like maces the, or the star soul mace or like the grand weapon from the stormcast like liberator. So, so a unit of five of. brutes, I'd have three guys with jagged gore hackers, one guy with a chopper, a gore chopper, and then I would give my champion. Yeah, so he gets. Probably e either the boss choppa or the claw and the smasher. Yeah, I actually don't want either of those, but you got to pick one. So I'd uh, rather have the whole unit with minus two ren. But 
Oh, because you're not giving the big hack as I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the shorter range and it's shorter it's, range and it's two less damage. Range. Right, but but yeah, so okay. I think I guess I'd probably go boss choppa. I don't like hit, I don't like hitting on fours. fours. Yeah, one less attack, but hitting on threes. So yeah, it's it's yeah. it's similar to. That's weird. It's similar to the the weapons that the rest of them have, except you yeah. have you have more damage but less rend. Yeah. The gore chop is the one that you want for the. Why wouldn't the champion get that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um. You can add one to hit rolls. When they're targeting a unit with four or more wounds in their wound That's characteristic. Cool. That's cool. The That's real cool. cool thing is you mess Yeah, in. yeah. Did they have that rule in the old book? I, I don't, don't know. I don't remember. I didn't see a lot of brutes but, in in other in AOS two armies. I don't remember if they had this or not. This is so cool. Enemy models with a wound characteristic of one within three inches of this unit cannot contest objectives. That's a, like wow. So you bring your brutes up to a unit that's, you know, you got a little horde of 30 guys holding an objective. I go up to... Now, it's models that are within three inches of this unit. So you'd have to actually... It wouldn't be the whole unit. Enemy models with a wounds character of one. They're within three. Yeah. So yeah. you kind of... If you if you line them up, like like five just in a row, or because like, they, when they're only five, they only have to be next to one guy, right? Mm-hmm. So you got that, then all the guys that are kind of up against it trying to contest. You can, you could, yeah, you could slam them up against it, and then three inches for, especially if it's if it's got a lot of models, you're probably going to get at least two ranks deep, sometimes three with three inches. Well, in Age of Sigmar, don't you have to be within three of the objective to contest it? Uh, I think it's sometimes six. I don't know. Sometimes six. I don't remember. Exactly. But but no, they th- can't th- contest. Th- it doesn't mean you yeah. have to be contesting it. You could be on the back side of them. They could just, yeah. you could just slam into the back and yeah. take out all those guys within three inches. None of these yeah, guys th- can contest. Yeah, this is a new rule for them. They didn't have it before. That's a cool rule if you know how to play it. Yep. All right. So if you don't have Brute, you got Ard Boys. And those well, are the old Black yeah. Orcs. Uh, two wounds, a four-up save. They're the orcs that are basically orcs, like we remember them. Yeah. Um, they have not gotten as big as brutes. However, they hope someday to be big enough to be a brute. Right. They're, you know, they're trying to grow. They're very belligerent. They're acting all swaggery tough. They're like the teenagers of, the, of, the, of this <laughs> yeah. group. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, these guys got worse. Did they? They got nerfed. Okay, so what, 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 why, why are they worse? What's going on? So, so, so they don't they they hit on fours now, and they don't have rend, but they picked up an attack. And they're well, you get five for eighty-five. So they're small units. You still can't. You can't. Ex- you're not yeah, going to be ex- using. These guys are expensive. Two attacks, four up, save. Let's see. Uh, you get a standard bearer plus one bravery. You get a musician uh, plus one charge. The champion can use the rally command while they're wholly within 12 inches of a war chanter. You can return a slain model to this unit for each roll of a four up instead of a six up. I mean. Okay. But the unit's probably, only five usually, so unless yeah, you just got slaughtered. So yeah, exactly, and you're mm-hmm. far away from the enemy, which is never going to happen with this unit, unless unless they get shot or something. And you got a six-up ward. Yeah, if you have a shield, because you can you can mix guys with shields 
um, with guys with so every two and five can have a shield. So how do you decide that? So you just allocate the wounds. So you say, uh, I did five. I did five wounds to you. Okay, I'm gonna start allocating these to shield. And you just roll dice until the guys with the shields are all dead. Oh my. Okay. That's it. It's a pain. Yeah, that sounds like not fun. So you have to. They, these guys also they suck up your reinforcements because you only get four, right? Yeah. So you'd have to have units of five because I don't so, want to waste them on this. Right. That sucks. I've got 30 of these? Yeah, so you're, you're only going to reinforce the unit up to twice. So the maximum unit you can have is 15. And that's using all your reinforcements on art boys. For If you're going to reinforce two units to 15, that's all your reinforcement slots. You could have two and units have, of 15 or four units, units of 10 if you do it that yeah, way. Yeah, I guess so. But still, ugh, that seems bad. They're still useful, though. Well, you get numbers, you know, if you are contesting and stuff, yeah. Yeah, you, you need, need numbers, number. but ugh. you need the number. You need the numbers and then you need to use the war chainer on these guys to pick up their damage to two. I guess yucky yuck. Let's talk yeah. Gorgruntas though. Yep. These guys I love them. Yeah, they're cool. They can move 9. They've got 5 wounds. They've got a 4 up save. Um I love how they have pig iron choppas because pig iron is just unrefined in our terms. Pig iron in gore-grunted terms, if you, if you haven't read the lore on them, those things eat anything, even yeah. if they can't digest it, which, by the way, they can't digest armor. So right. if they go and crunch through a bunch of uh, Cities of Sigmar guys <laughs> wearing all their armor, they'll digest all the meat, but they can't digest the armor, so they poop it out. <laughs> and what happens is after battles, the orcs will basically sit around the, the Gorgrunta pen and rummage through the poops and pull out pig iron because this yeah. is iron that came out of the backside of their pigs. Nice. Uh, okay. And they smash it with their fists and stuff and make weapons and armor. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, they got This unit got better. Did they? The, uh, yeah, the Gorgruntas got a little better. So they can have pig iron choppas or the jagged gore hackas. Mm-hmm. Um, it's again, it's a two inch range on the hacka, yeah. but one more attack for the choppa. So on these, I prefer the pig iron choppas because you only have usually have units of three of these dudes. Right. I mean, you guys, you could go units of six, but then the, the models are so big they're almost unwieldy. Yeah, and then you got you know and then I mean? you got a. And then you gotta use. And they you actually, gotta, then you actually have to worry about coherency. You're right. Over five. So forget it. You're taking threes. So you go ahead yeah. with the pig iron choppas. Yeah. Um, now they do have uh, basically the gore grunt to charge, which is impact hits again. Yeah. They when had you that fi- when you finish a charge, if you're within a u- an, an inch, mm-hmm. um, roll a die for each enemy unit within an inch of that model. Right. Add one to the roll if the model is armed with a jagged gore haka. So there's a reason to take the Jagged Gore Hacka. On a three-up, that enemy unit suffers a mortal wound. If they have more than yeah. one model, roll to determine if mortal wounds are caused after each model finishes its charge move, but do not allocate them until they've all finished their charge move. Roll a die for each unit within an inch of that model. So if a yeah. model gets, gets in within two units, which sometimes happens, he'll roll right. for each unit. Yeah, but so you're you just... You basically just wait until they're all in con. It's the standard charge rules that all like chariots yeah. and stuff have. But you're basically just rolling to do one wound. 
one mortal. Mm-hmm. There's no like it's not like per models or doing more. It's one wound. Okay. It's not it's not sweet. I mean it's not so great. It's a, well, if you have three gore gruntas, you roll three, three times. times. So yeah, yeah you can yeah. you can do up to no, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. So that's all the iron jaws. Yeah, and then there's the two uh underworlds units. Yeah, well, I mean that's just yeah. we've already been doing this for a million years. Let's Yep. So what's your list? Let's do your list and then we're gonna take okay. a break. Yep, sounds good. Alright, so Iron Jaws Go. So I went with do you wanna guess what I did? Did you take Gordrak? I did not. So did you take did you take uh Maw Crusher? Nope. You didn't take a Maw Crusher. Okay, so this is getting interesting. So you went more precise. So I'm guessing you got obviously you've got one mega boss. I do. I'm thinking you've got one so, shaman. So, so so I guess the the big guess is which allegiance did I take? Oh, okay. So that's what you're you know? asking me. Let's take. So, well, didn't you always say you've only ever seen anybody take one? That's gonna. That's giving me a yeah. hint here. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking Iron, if, Iron Sons, Blood Tooths, or Choppas. I guess is the. Um, I guess Iron Sons. Actually, I took Blood Tooths on this one. You did. So I did. So I went with Blood Tooths. Um, I took I took hold the line again for my grand strategy. I don't know. I was. Kind of, okay, I, and then I took bloodthirsty for my triumph. So I took a, a mega boss. Um, I did the mega bossy command trait. I did the five up ward. Uh, I took two war chanters, the shaman, mm-hmm. and then I took fifteen ard boys, ten ard boys, just for numbers. Okay, just so you can just you boost them up with the because they're actually pretty good at fighting. If you boost them up in numbers, stick the the violent fury on them, and then launch them ahead with the shaman. <laughs> they can get, they can just start doing some work, you know. Okay. And, and then another unit of ten, uh, and then I took a unit of five brutes to walk along with the mega boss, and I took a, a three units of three gore gruntas. Okay, so you kind of t- you took a mix. You took a little of everything. Is there anything you I did. didn't take? I well, think then, you literally you know, I, took everything so I, except uh, except a uh, maw crusher. Yeah, so I had 120 points left. How many points did I have left? I had 130 points left, which is a crazy amount of points to have. So I didn't, I didn't really know what to do with. I didn't really want to take another character. So I ended up just, I, I ended up just throwing in. Uh, three man skewer bolt boys just for a little bit of shooting. Now, how does that work? Game. You took, took them as allies. Can you, so you, that's how you have to take them as allies? I, I think so. Because if you take an Iron Jaws... Yeah, see, that's the thing that... That's where I get confused, and this is where I don't know how to play this game. Um, so let's see. What does it say about picking your war clans? It's got it in here. Yeah. Um, they don't... They all... The okay, yeah. Yeah. If you choose a cruel, okay. If you choose an Iron Jaws army, all Oruk War Clans units must have the Iron Jaws keyword. So yeah, so you couldn't pick them unless you picked them as allies. Yeah. Can they? Can they can take them as allies? Can't they? Oh sure. Allies, gooms, gloom spite gets. Well, yeah, what none are of the them allies? Themselves, what, so what? What are the allies for this whole book? Gloom spite gets. That's the only ally. Mm-hmm. Is it really? Yeah. Where so is my it? question I, is, can I, no, I think it, I think I missed that. It doesn't this say. 
Uruk war clans, I mean, because they're different, can you take them as allies? Or isn't that why you'd have to take the big war? That's another question I have. Because it literally says they all have to be this. And, and I mean, it's your own army. I so know. why wouldn't they be able to ally? But they're not listed as allies. Yeah. I and I know say. that sounds stupid to list yourself. I don't think anybody has themselves listed as allies. Right. But in other books, they've explained that, like, where you where you could take them as, like, they did yeah, this, what's like it called? Were, um, that's like the, uh, the faction allegiances or whatever. Right, when you take the all the chaos stuff, it says you can yeah. take them in as as whatever it is, and then they become part of it. So I I don't know if you can do that. Yeah, I don't know if you can either. Looking at that, I think you're. Uh, I think the cheating phase has begun, and it's begun <laughs> early. So, <laughs> so with 130 points, I I'm if not you, sure what you do in this army. I guess you take. If you have that, to that, take. That can, can can you then take? Can you actually take the? I guess you, that's you can take um, the Iron Skulls boys or Morgoth's crushes. I mean, Morgoth's crushes is literally nothing other than a unit of brutes. It's a unit of three brutes instead of five. Okay. Or you take another war chanter. Yeah, which I wouldn't really want to do. I'd rather have a unit that could do stuff. So I okay. guess I would end up taking Morgoth's crushes. Great. Right? Or you could I mean, take, I mean, I suppose you could take some endless spells. Am I the only person on the planet who just doesn't really use them? Like, I know I'm, that may, maybe it makes me not as good a player. But yeah, I just. I mean, I don't typically use them. I, be, I, be, I made a couple of Slanesh lists with a couple in there, but typically I don't take them. All right, well, there There's, you go. I mean that's and that's a, that's a legit list. But I mean, well, I, I don't know that it's a legit list. But everything up to that point, you took a little bit of everything. And if you have to, you sl- switch over and take, like you said, the crushes or the skull iron skull boys. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just another unit of three brutes, which are they're good. I mean, yeah, sounds good. All right. Yeah. So now we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna yeah, take I mean, a break. So I, I, yeah. I, well, I guess I just to just say what. The reasoning is. Oh, sure. Go with the rest of that. Yeah, I'm sorry. We got distracted. Yeah. So, I mean, the strategy on this is just, I think you, I feel like with this army, you almost want to control, like, the battlefield a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I, I just see a lot of, I mean, you kind of want to just sprint ahead with your gore grind, just smash up and kill as much stuff as you possibly can. And then you want to kind of just move up behind them with your brutes, and your art boys, and then just start taking objectives. Like I see a lot of people, like I think most people's instinct with this list is to take the Maw Crusher, and do that same thing. But he, <laughs> I just see, I see he always dies, and normally <laughs> he dies on like turn one or two, and now you've got this huge Maw Crusher sized hole in, in your, your army. army, right? Yeah, and it's like, I can now see what that. do I do? <laughs> yeah, I get you. So. I don't know. That was just my thought on it. Just do, just run ahead, mighty destroyers. Your three units of gore grunters. Just run up there. Just, just try to do as much damage as you possibly can, and then just hey, move in take, with your other units. You took. Now, did you take? You did you take blood tooths? I did. So the gore grunters are battle line, bro. They are. Yes. Yep. You could take a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. You could. You could do an all pig army, really. Oh yeah, you could. And just start smashing things. But so there you go. All the right. Gore it's, are nasty. 
<laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> uh, let's break, and then we're yep. going to come back, and we're going to talk about the um, bone splitters. The bone splitters, and how many? How many there? There's two, four. There's a lot. No, actually, there's uh, there's ten units. There's ten units, and then the two uh, the two. Oh no, there's nine. There's eleven units, and then there's uh, Hecadrex mob, which is the yeah underworlds that, guys. That's the underworlds guys. So this isn't too bad. It's about the same. So we'll go through these guys, man, and then we'll talk about the big wah, big wah, and how you can mix all this stuff together. But for now, we need a break. So we'll be back. Yep. It is the fervent claim of all Bone Splitters visionaries, be they sacred wergog prophets, boar riding maniac weird knobs, or wild eyed moor boys, that the lands too have bones, and that with sufficient force they can be cracked open to sample the marrow within. The half fossilized remains of long buried god beasts have perhaps fueled this notion, but it is more likely the invisible geomantic pathways that pulse between the realm gates and sites of arcane potency that have given rise to their belief that each realm has a sentient world spirit. Indeed, when it comes to Gur, it is not just the Bone Splitters legends that claim the realm is alive and hungers to devour the others, just as it has bitten a vast crater out of one of its moons, Norrell half-eaten. Given Gur's savage animus, perhaps these tales have their basis in truth. We're back. We're back with Bone Splitters. Hello. Also known as Savage Orcs. Yeah. All right. So, uh, battle traits. Now you can pick a Bone Grins, an Ice Bone, or a Drac Foot. And we'll get to those later. Mm-hmm. Um, they all, Okay. So here's their battle traits. First of all, they all have a ward save of six. Right. So you got that because of all their paints. They're, yeah, their tattoos. Yeah. Uh, if they call the Bone Splitters Wah, then at the start of the combat phase, uh, theirs is actually pretty cool. Until the end of that phase, all friendly Bone Splitters units have a ward of four instead of six. Yeah, I like that one. So these, 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 I like that all their individual ones, it's not that big, you know, full thing, but they all play again to their strengths to what they do yeah 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 to the lore of that particular faction which mm-hmm. is cool um now they've got spirit of gorka morka when a unit has five or more models uh when a unit that has five or more models is si- oh when they roll a six a natural six uh they get two hits instead of one but they gotta have yeah. at least five models in there once again that's building up that whole why energy because right. a lot of armies and a lot of things do that. If you get a six, you get two hits. Yeah, this kind of just reinforces the the fact that this. But the bone splitters to me are kind of the horde army of the of the oryx. They seem you know, to be, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Everything in here is just leaning towards that. Yeah. And then last one is tireless trackers. After deployment, but before the first battle round, half of the units in your army rounding up can move five inches. That's a that's that's not insignificant. No, that's cool. Yeah. So they've got some definite uh, cool abilities for these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Do you want to start with uh, some of the command traits? With the uh, yeah. Okay, so Savage Big Boss. What can those right. guys do? Yeah, so there's two versions. There's the Savage Warlords, which are the big bosses, and then there's the Shamanistic Quirks, which is for the wizards. So okay. the Savage Warlords have uh, Killa Instinct. Um, it says an unmodified hit roll for an attack made with a melee weapon is during a six. That attack causes a mortal wound to the target in addition to any damage it inflicts. In addition, which is nice. Yep. Uh, next one is Great Hunter. Uh, this general is part of your army. When you use the tireless tracker's battle trait, you can move eligible units up to eight inches instead of five. That's, That's good. Yeah. That's good. And then Monster Killer. Uh, in the combat phase, after this general has fought for the first time in that phase, they can fight for a second time if they're within three inches of an enemy monster. Is that a good place to be, though? They're probably not, because I, I don't know. I mean, I, if you're fighting, that's a good place to be for a bone splitter, because there's not really, they really, I don't know, they can't really do that much else. I mean. But these guys have, like, no saves, and then they're going up against <sighs> monsters. That's my, yeah. that's my concern. I mean, they literally have yeah. six up saves, the whole army, except yeah, for yeah. a couple of guys who have fives. I figure you're, if you're going to run this guy, he's just like a, he's just a bullet. You know, you just, you point him, you shoot him, you do as much damage as you can, and then he's done. Yeah, no, that's that's perfectly that's perfectly uh, sensible. Uh, what about the uh, okay? If you're gonna pick one of these, yeah, which one are you picking? Of these three for the Savage Warlord, uh-huh. uh huh. I'm probably gonna pick Great Hunter. That's what because, I was thinking. Yeah, because you can you can gear your whole your whole game list based on that command trait. Especially if you're not reinforcing too many of the units too heavy, yeah. you're going to have, a, as you pointed out, a lot of units. And suddenly mm -hmm. you got, and it's pick half your units. So you could reinforce a couple, then you have a few small units, and suddenly whoomph, your whole army yeah. is, yeah. I mean, think about that. If you've got a one-foot deployment zone, like, the, like a normal basic deployment, mm -hmm. you put them up right on the edge, and suddenly half your army is at midpoint on the board. If yeah, this army's fast. Yeah. I mean, if you need to grab objectives, that's you're suddenly there. You're close I mean, enough you're to at, test. Yeah, you're looking at the Savage Boar Boys. They move 12. Right. So you're, you're, I mean, you're 20 inches up the board. Yeah. On your turn. On your first turn, yeah. <laughs> on your first turn. You're, you're literally four inches away from the enemy if they deploy right at the top. Right at mm -hmm. the front of their deployments. So. And like I said, even if you're not, that eight inches puts you really mm -hmm. close into contesting range for all the objectives. Oh, yeah. So yep. if your enemy goes first, they're jumping forward. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh, you know, do you want to get stuck yeah. in? What do you want to do? That's I, that's the one I would pick. But yep. as as per the lore, are you picking uh, a big boss as your general, or are you probably? I'm probably picking a wizard for my general. See, that's what I'm thinking. And so, what are those yeah. traits? So the first one is called One Wived a Beast. Uh, you can pick one extra spell for this general from the lore of the Savage Beast. There you go. And the other one is Voice of the Great Green God. That is when this general issues a command, it can be received by a friendly unit wholly within 24 inches of them instead of 18. Uh, I think I prefer the One Wived a Beast to get the extra spell. I mean, that kind of frees up your enhancement. You can do, you know, you can pick something else. Right. An extra spell is always yeah, it's, an extra spell it's always for, good. Just for a command trait, that's not that's that's good. Then you can use your uh you know, your extra enhancement for 
you know, an artifact or something like that. Mm-hmm. So let's see. For the artifacts... Uh, boss bones and other gubbins for the bone splitters hero. They can take doc juice once per battle, heal up to D6 wounds. Mm-hmm. Or the lucky bone once per phase. You can reroll either one hit roll or one wound roll for an attack made by the bear or reroll one save roll. Now I'm assuming they mean one die and not the whole. Because it's for the bearer, so it's just that one. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. One one hit roll, one die, I believe. Is yeah. What talking about. So the lucky bone. So you're uh, either a hit or a wound, and then you can reroll a save too, mm-hmm. once per phase. That's actually can come in quite handy. Yeah, you'd be using it a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then the glowing tattoos. That, see, that's so. That's hot. That's two two to ward rolls. Yeah. So suddenly your ward save for your for your hero is a four up. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one of these I would take. If the, the lucky bone, I think I would take the ward save because I'm 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 I play cautious like that. Even though, yeah, I mean, if you're, I guess if you're gonna do that, then you might be tempted to make the your savage warlord your big boss, and then you want might want monster killer because now he can go toe to toe. He's got a four ward save. Yeah, see, maybe. Mm-hmm. And he's maybe. fighting twice, and you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see. Uh, okay. What about the, re- the reservoirs of war energy for the artifacts right. for the wizards? What do you got here? So Mork's bony bits. Uh, you can that add one wrong. to casting, dispelling, and unbinding rolls to the bearer for each enemy monster within twenty-four inches of the bearer. So, okay. So this is this is kind of situational. If the enemy has a lot of monsters, mm-hmm. you get better at your magic. Yeah, makes sense. For their lore. Yeah, for each monster. Yeah. So if you got multiple monsters, you got like plus three, plus, you know. Yeah. Uh, and Beast Lore Glyphs is uh, once per battle. The start of your hero phase, you can pick one spell from the lore of the Savage Beast that the bear does not know and has not attempted to cast during the battle. The bear can attempt to cast that spell in that hero phase in addition to any other spells that they can attempt to cast. It's pretty good. Yeah. Now they've now they've lost. I mean, they obviously they went down, and, and I'm only bringing this up because I know a lot of people are super upset about this um, this particular branch of the army taking a bit of a nerf. I mean, they did go down. They went from six artifacts to three for the boss bones and other gubbins. Yeah, and we'll see what we'll see. We'll kind of take a quick look and see what else. Yeah, but the lore, the, uh, the, the core rulebook artifacts are, are pretty good. I mean, you don't have to waste your, and you take, I don't know, you probably won't need the ward save one if you're taking the glowing tattoos on your general, then you can free up. Yeah. You know. Well, let's that, take a look the, at the, the lore ward then. For somebody else. Yeah. So they got Squiggly Curse, which... Uh, that goes off on a six. Pick a enemy hero within three inches. It takes D3 mortal wounds. If it kills it, you can add one to casting rolls to the caster for the rest of the battle. Right. Um, the only That's difference... The old one yep. is if you got doubles on your casting roll, you could do D6. Yeah. So This one has such short range. I, I don't know if you want your wizard standing next to a another hero? enemy hero. Yeah. Yeah, I got. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. 
what else? We got glowy green tusks on a yeah. five, 18 inches. Pick a friendly bone splitters unit wholly within 18. Uh, until the start of your next hero phase, improve their rend of their weapons for that unit's mounts by two. Yeah, that's I like that one. That is a good one if you're playing with yeah. a bunch of uh, the boar boys. Yeah, and there's a wizard that rides a boar, mm-hmm. so he's going to have that spell, you know. Yeah. Include Increase the rend by two. Now I got to yeah. go and look what the rend normally is. I can't help myself. All right, so where are we? Uh, guys on the boar, someone on rend the boar. Rend on boars is the uh, boar is boys dash. have it's dash. Yeah, they got no rend. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so they got no rend. So I don't. Uh, and even the what is it? Yeah. So there, that's it. So increase it by two. I mean, increase it to two. There you go. Yep. And then when, yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Gorka Morka's War Cry. Cast on a seven, range of 12. Pick an enemy unit within range. In the following combat phase, that unit can only be picked to fight at the end of the battle. Mm-hmm. Or at end the end of, of the phase. phase. Sorry. Phase. Yeah. yeah. It's the end of the phase. So. Yeah. I uh, like that one, too. That's not bad. And then Power of the Werebore. Cast on a six, 24 inches. Pick a friendly bone splitters wholly within. Until your next hero phase, plus one to run and charge and plus one to hit rolls for attack made by that unit, but it cannot shoot. Mm-hmm. So plus one to run and to charge and to hit. Yeah. That could be quite good. Yeah, I mean, you can combo a couple of these spells on like a like a unit of boar boys and just, I mean, they're, they're get, they get pretty nasty when you start stacking this stuff up. One extra attack on it. Yeah. Plus one run, plus, plus one, to one hit. charge. Yeah, plus one charge, plus one to hit. Then they get minus two rend with their boars. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that actually is. All right, so what else? Okay, so if you're going to be a bone splitter, you could be a bone grin, an ice bone, or a drac foot. You want to you grab these? Yep, so bone grins are the, the shooty dudes. These are the... They have this ability called Barrage of Arrows. So add one to the attack's characteristics of missile weapons used by friendly bone grins, savage, or arrow boys. Just that's what they do. Simple. Plus, Plus one, one yeah. attack. Yep, that's and that's, that's not bad at all. No, that's good. Uh, the next one is Ice Bone. So this is the Ice Bone uh, Oryx uh, Freezing Strike. So they're armed with weapons made from ice infused with wa energy. Uh, unmodified wound roll for an attack made with a melee weapon by a friendly ice bone model is six. That attack causes a number of mortal wounds to the target equal to the damage damage characteristic, and the attack sequence ends. That sounds familiar. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. We know that. That's uh. <laughs> that's venom encrusted weapons. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then what about the Drakfoot? So Drakfoot is uh, called Strength of Purpose. This one is ward rolls cannot be made for wounds and mortal wounds. Caused by attacks made by friendly Dragfoot units. Uh, that, I mean, that one's cool. That one's cool, and that's what they had before, because that's where they, yeah. they can fight ethereal. They can fight right. against monsters. That's actually really good if you're fighting against ethereal uh, armies oh, sure. and stuff. Yeah, but it's so situational, I mean. Right. Yeah. Um, now, this is interesting, because I'm just kind of looking over at my old book. And now, of course, part of this is... The old Bone Grins and Ice Bone and all those guys had a full thing with an ability and a command ability and an artifact of power and a command trait. So obviously all this is is toned down. Sure. 
Um, bef- the plus one attack, I think that's the same. Um, no, I think what it had was the – well, they had a command ability where sixes to hit count as two hits. Hmm. So they've got – they had that. Uh, and then the ice bones, uh, the ice bones, if they had sixes to hit, improve their rend by one instead of doing the mortal wounds. So I don't know which is better or which is worse. I'm just bringing it up only because I've heard a lot of people saying how terrible these guys are. And as I was looking through it, I'm like, I don't remember them from the old book because I never played them, and I didn't yeah. play against them too often. Yeah, I only ever saw... Like bone grins, guys, pretty much. Yeah, so I was just like, I don't know how it, why it's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so their matched play and their battle tactics. Yeah. In matched play, their grand strategy is uh, pick it, pick the grand strategy only if the model is a bone general is a bone splitter. After deployment, pick a terrain feature wholly within the enemy territory. When the battle ends, you complete the strategy if you control the terrain feature. That was actually pretty simple. Yeah, of of all the ones that are specific to the factions, that one's probably the easiest one to do. I would, I think, because mm-hmm. you're gonna have. I mean, if you're doing savage oryx in horde, you know, you're gonna have a bunch of units. Right, you can get them on there, especially if they can all jump up eight inches. You can get them over there whenever you need to, and sort of grab yeah. something and make sure you get to it. Yeah, you just gotta you just gotta be there when the battle ends. You have to be. Controlling that terrain feature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, for battle tactics, they get killed the big one, pick an enemy monster. You complete the tactic if the monster is killed by a bone splitters unit during that turn. Yep. So once again, pretty pretty simple. Yeah, it should be. That one's not too bad. That's kind of a duplicate of the one that's actually in the regular book. Yeah. All right, so let's go over some of these units. The, we've kind of laid out what they can do, what they've got, and now we've got the characters. Um, yep. And once again, it's like 11 plus one of those uh, Underworld units. we got four. I think it's only four heroes. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four. Yeah, four Five. heroes. and with he- Oh, Hedrak, the god. Yeah, he's the- yeah, he's the leader of the of the, of the underworld. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm not worrying yeah. about him. So we got four four uh, heroes and six units. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not too much. All right. So the Wurgog Prophet. Yeah. This guy is. Um, you know, he's. I like this model. First of all, mm-hmm. I really like this model. Yeah, he's cool. Um, he he's got seven wounds. He's got a five up save. He's bravery eight. He's the bravest thing in the army. Of course, he should be. He's connected to Mork. Um, and Gork. And Gork. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> oh, he's connected to Gorka Morka. These guys are yeah. for the whole thing. I forgot about that. I'm sorry. Yeah. So he can cast and dispel two. Yeah, that's good. Uh huh. He's got a little squiggly beast that can attack. Uh, and then he's got his mask. At the start of your hero phase, instead of dispelling an endless spell or casting any spells, you can pick an enemy unit within ten. I mean, within twelve. And roll a dice. On a three-up, they take D3 mortal wounds. Yeah. And if you want, you can keep doing it. Yeah. Um, And then on a three-up, it takes D3 again, but on a one to two, you take D6. Yeah, and you can keep doing it. (laughs) Until the enemy unit is destroyed. This unit is destroyed. So, 
Well, and that sort of makes sense that he would just keep going till he pops himself. Yeah. Like that could be kind of crazy. Especially on yes. a, I mean, you got a one in three chance of hurting yourself, but you I could see pushing my luck. Yeah, I mean you can do it at least twice. Yep. Heck <laughs> with seven, seven wounds, wounds, you could do it three times before you died. Yeah. Well, yeah, at least twice you'll get to do it because you were <laughs> a six and then <laughs> Oh, it takes D6. That's right. You take D6. Yeah. Oh, so twice. Yeah. yeah, at least twice. Yeah. Oh, and then he's got the Fist of Gork. Uh, cast on a 5, 24-inch. Pick an enemy unit within range. Roll a number of dice equal to the number of models in the unit. For each 6, it takes a mortal wound. If you cast this and it goes off on a 10, 4s yeah. do mortals. Mm-hmm. That can be a good thing against hordes, definitely. Oh, for sure. Oh. I mean, you might as well cast it. It's only a five, a huge range. Yeah, and if you can right? get that ten, then you're, you, mm-hmm. you know, you're 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 driving into Easy Town there. Yeah. So I I I like the profit. I think this is yeah. is this guy is this the guy you're taking as your general? I mean, for a hundred so. for a hundred and fifty points only. Right. It yeah, seems I think so. yeah. It seems really easy, um, but we do have. Two other wizards and then one non-wizard. I'll take the non-wizard right. and then I'll let you take the rest of the wizards because they got so sure. many things. Um, so, and here you go. Savage Big Boss. He's just, he's got six wounds, a six-up save. He's got six attacks, threes by threes, ran one damage two. So he's got a bunch of attacks, but still it's that six wound, six-up save. Like, he's easy to die. After he's fought in combat, you can pick a friendly bone splitters unit that is not fought within three inches and wholly within 12, and they fight immediately. That's his yeah. big, big thing. So that's normally a command point for other armies that can do a similar thing. He just does it for free. Yeah, but... Maybe you could give this guy the command trait so he's got a four-up tattoo save instead of a six. He is only 65 points. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could, unless you yeah. took all wizards, you can take. I mean, geez, well, you could you, just you, you could almost use these guys as like unit champions. When you wrote your list, you had something like 80, 90 points left. You could throw this guy in real easy if you got an, a slot for him. Yeah. So, but I mean, compared to the rest of these guys, he just, I mean, he, God, he's sixty-five points. He's cheaper than most units. Yeah, so I'm saying you could use it, just use him as like a like a unit hero or yeah. champion or whatever. Just he just leads other units and just lets them fight for free. Yeah, I mean, if you've got the extra points, why not? Mm-hmm. All right, so you want to take the Weird Knob and the War Doc here? Yeah, so Maniac, Maniac Weird Knob. So this guy's a wizard. Uh, he's a cast one, unbind one. And he's uh, he rides a war boar. Yeah, this is, is the cool. guy. Yeah, so he's got a 12-inch movement, yep. which is nice. Yep. So he's got an ability called Bone Spirit. Uh, it's a spell that has a cast of 7, range of 12. Pick a friendly bone splitters unit wholly within range visible to the caster to the next hero face. Add one to wound rolls for attacks made with melee weapons by that unit. That's excellent. Yeah. And yeah, and then he's got Tusker Charge. Add one to hit rolls and wound rolls for attacks made with tusks and hooves by this unit if you made a charge. That's a standard bore thing throughout the list. Right. But his that spell is great. Yeah, plus one to wound because you're you're because most of these guys, your regular, the more boys wound on threes, that goes to twos. The regular Oryx wound on. Uh, yeah, they're about, they're even like a four up to hit. Four, four up to hit, three up to wound if you're using the Chompas, four if you're using Stickas. 
So you can get him wounding pretty good, actually. Yeah, he could get. Yeah. Yeah. So, so most that's... most of the time, I think you'd see savage boar boys, um, with because you're only probably going to run units of five, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So you're going to probably be using the. I don't know why they're not called choppas anymore. Uh, choppas is what they're calling here. Um, so you're probably going to use those. So then you're going to be wounded on twos with these guys, with those guys, if you got the spell off, which is cool. Well, it's funny because the choppas, the iron. The Iron yeah. Jaws have choppas, but yeah. these guys, with everything being made out of jawbones and monster yeah, parts, they're chompas. Chompas. These <laughs> silly little boys. All right, so uh, then you got a prophet, you got a weird knob. What's about the war doc? He's a so wizard the war as well. Doc, he's also a wizard. Um, he, he's, he can do these dances. So he can do a ritual dance. Uh, start a hero phase. Instead of attempting to spell another spell or cast any spells, you can perform a one of the following dances. You can do a grim doc dance. Uh, pick a friendly bone splitters model within a foot of this unit. Roll a die. On a three up, you heal D3 wounds. It's good. Okay. And uh, the other one is the same thing, at least for the range and the roll. He's just got a different ability. What's what's? Yeah, so it's range roll. Uh, he can um, add one to save rolls for that target. So that's good. Until your and next hero phase. That's that's actually pretty good. And his other one is a weird dock dance. Same thing within 12 on a three up. Add one to casting, dispelling, and unbinding rolls for that wizard. Those are all pretty good, actually. Yeah, they're all decent. Mm-hmm. I mean, depending on who you need it for, it's that's a that's a pretty versatile toolbox. Yeah, for sure. For on a three up, I mean, you got a uh, uh, you know a two thirds chance of it, and that's a war doc. He's only eighty points. Yeah, he's eighty points. Wow, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? It, with it, with with guys with some of these guys coming in this cheap, you almost feels like. Like uh, you're gonna ha- fill up your six slots really quick. Yeah, and you probably should with these guys. Yeah, maniac weird knob is a whopping hundred points. Right. And if you're bringing boar boys, mm-hmm. I think you're gonna want him. You're gonna yeah. want him. I mean, the big, the most expensive guy is the prophet for 150. If you're playing straight bone splitters, right? That's just so cheap. Mm-hmm. All right. So what else we got? Um, so that's now we're into their units. Yep. Uh, so you got your basic savage orc guy. Uh, <laughs> he could either have a champa, which we talked about, or a savage stigma, which is a spear. Uh, just give extra range. They they come with two attacks base, fours to hit, threes on the champas, fours to wound the stickas, one damage. Uh, they got the champion, standard bear, musician. Um, so standard bear is plus one bravery. Musician is plus one to charge. Yeah, which is awesome. If you charge, and you get plus one to wound. Oh. So that right. charge that's and the, the spell suddenly right. they're yeah they're really they're really hitting. Yeah. So do you go with the threes to wound and one inch with the champa, or do you go with fours to wound and a two inch range with the sticka? What are you doing, I go, Chris? I, on the on the the. These big units, I go with stickers, just because I want to be able to fight in two ranks. Okay. As much as possible. Yeah, that, no, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. More attacks, and plus, yeah. if you're charging, you're hit, wounding on threes anyway, which is the same as the Chompa would be. And if you get that guy in there, get that spell off. Yeah. If you get that, oh, oh yeah, plus one to wound. Yeah, that's that could be good. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So then we got the. Boar boys. Now, obviously, these are the guys right in the boars. They have three wounds instead of two wounds. 
Yeah. Uh, their chompas and stickas are pretty much the same, uh, but they've got a mount. So they can move 12, and then they get three attacks with fours by fours. And they've still got that Tusker charge, one to hit and wound when you charge. Uh, and plus one bravery if you have a standard bear, plus one to charge if you have music. So p- pretty standard. You get an extra wound, you get a lot of extra movement, and you get the tusk attacks, which is the three attacks. But he's still basically a savage orc. Yeah, so you're looking to get off your spells on these guys to make the the boars fight better, you know, get you know, bonuses to your wound. Well the two rend that on that, yeah. Two rend yeah. on that is suddenly yep. much better. Mm-hmm. Um now the boar boy maniacs. Now, what's the difference? They've they're so savage, yeah. So they just have extra. So these guys, the extra hand weapon versions. So instead of spears or champas, they just have an extra hand weapon, so and they, they get plus one attack on the charge as well. Right. Yep. Okay. So still, still the same thing, just an extra attack. Yeah. And then there's a foot version of that, and those are the savage orc more boys. Yeah. Those are just savage orcs with. Extra hand weapons. They get an extra attack. So, yeah, let's see. They, That's interesting. Oh, because they don't have the shield. So they're... Right. They don't get the, they don't get the stickers either because these guys get in there. They got two, 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 uh, a chompa and a shiv. Right. All right, I'm just trying to see. Yeah, they just pick up an extra attack. I'm trying to see if there's any, like if they're... So the... And they get plus one attack when they charge. Okay. I'm just trying to see where Savage Orcs are 10 for 165. And I'm looking where, where the more boys are here. Where are the more boys? Savage Orc more boys. 10 for yep. 155. Mm-hmm. So they're actually a little cheaper. And if you're playing Drakfoot, they're battle line. Yeah. So, I mean, I... Is one better than the other? I don't think so. I think I, they're they both got their uses. I mean, it's I think it's just come down to your preference. Like, what do you what do you like to do? I suppose if you're playing Drakfoot, being able to take these guys, yeah, as battle line, that would be key. Yeah, uh, the big stabba. I like the big stabba. Yeah, everyone likes the big stab. <laughs> it's a cool model, and now oh, it's its yeah. own thing because that used to come in with the other ones. You could make it in the big in the unit, right? So this, I just think the the problem with these, I think they're just hard to acquire, right? Does could, the box from games the, when you buy the savage orcs and the boxes? I think you just get one of these. You can make per box. one per box, yeah, and then suddenly you're or, you get eight orcs and one of these. Mm-hmm. So you don't have a full unit of Oryx anymore in a box if you make one of these. So what you could do is get five boxes, and then you'd have 40 Oryx, which you're going to need. and Because yeah. you can make the more boys from that same box, can you not? Or are they a different box? I'm, you, I think you probably can. I think you can. And then, because you're going to want 40 of these dudes, and that'll give you five Stabas. Yeah. And because, like I said, eight in a box, you five boxes actually makes it, Eight times, you know, so it did yeah. full full units. Because as you said, this is a horde army. This so you're is definitely go- a horde army. You're gonna buy at least five boxes of these, so you might as well. So you'll get all these nice big stabbers. How much are these things? Eighty big- points. Oh, really? Okay. So for eighty points, I got a three inch range. Three. Okay, it's three attacks, threes by threes, two rend, two damage. Um, 
each time a model in this, oh, how many come in the unit? Just one, right? Just, or, yeah, there's just two orcs. Two orcs holding a big spear. That's it. Oh, but the unit size is two. Yeah, so it's just two orcs. Is it? Yeah. I. No, no. I think it is. No, because this is one model have, with have, four wounds. Because they, they have four wounds, and orcs have two wounds each. Right, but what I'm saying is each. So that's one model has four wounds. Yeah, but a model. So a unit size a is two. So that would be two models. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think it, I think the one the one model. So you got you got these two guys, right? Okay. They're holding one spear. They're on one base. That's eighty points. Well, it says each time a model in this unit is slain by an attack made with a melee weapon before the model. Oh, maybe. Oh. It's the only model in the unit. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I kind of. I mean, you can make you can make bigger units. That just seems weird because if it's one model, why would the unit size be two? Even though there's two guys on the base. Yeah. Why would the one model be unit size two? That that seems weird. Yeah, I agree. But the the thing that gets it for me is the four wounds, because an orc has two wounds. Well, right. Two guys standing on the base, so there's four wounds there. Right, but what I'm saying is uh, ten, 10 for 165 for the Savage Orcs, right? Yeah. 10, and that's 20 wounds for 165 points. Mm-hmm. And this would be 8 wounds for 80 points, which is, if it was two models, which is, oh, that's actually kind of, ah, maybe. I don't know. I When I saw two, I thought it was two, <laughs> two Stabas. No, I could be one. wrong. I think it's, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of an idiot. Fairly confident, yeah. it's just one. It probably is. I'm probably just milking it, but it seems weird to say it's a unit size of yeah. two because if unit size one, it's a model. If right. I see unit size two, I think it's two models. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't know. That's just me. Um, don't they, don't they do a similar thing with like the brimstone horrors. I don't know. Where there's like I was thinking about like, that too. But like one that base me. is two models. I can't remember. Well, there's. <laughs> I know. A, I know a brimstone horror. When a when a blue horror splits, uh-huh. it's it's like lore wise, it splits into two brimstone horrors. But there are two brimstone horrors on one base. Right. Okay. Okay. But does oh, I guess I man, I don't know. To, I don't even know how to play this game. What are we talking about here? <laughs> All right. Um. So when it's slain yeah, before it's removed from pay, pick an enemy unit within three inches and roll a dice. Add two if it's a monster. On a four-up, it takes D3 mortal wounds. So that's where if they're about to die, they throw the damn thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Um, okay, so, yeah, I was just being a butthead, I guess. I didn't, uh, I, I don't know. I like these. These are cool. Uh yeah no I I like them too especially when you get to do the D three wounds and they got the rend and they do the damage yeah I think you want to take advantage of their three inch range as much as possible so you just kind of run this kind of like somebody behind some stuff so they just don't get ganked and then just wait you know for enemies to just move into three inches of them and then you just attack this is. You know what? And this could really, like, those small on-foot heroes, mm-hmm. three attacks, threes by threes, two rend, two damage, Could you could, of course, sticking a giant stab through the chest of anything that's human <laughs> size is, yeah. Pr- uh, yeah, that's a killer. Yeah. 
Ugh. So let's see. So we got the more boys. We got the big boys. We talked about the boar boy maniacs. So the only people we haven't talked about are the Arab boys. Right. And um, the scourge of first edition. <laughs> So they can have a standard bear. So they, they still get the plus one bravery. You still get the plus one to charge if you have a musician. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're shooting at a monster, you get rend on your on your bow, and that's at 18 inch range, two attacks, three. If you had that thing, you could use it. And it improves the, the if you take what is it the bone grins? Yeah, the bone grins. It's fives by fours. Can yeah. you can we can we improve that? Is that something I missed? I mean, we I know we can improve that. Uh, you're to hitting. Um, now you can definitely improve. Well, the wounding is always in combat. Yeah. See, so I don't know that you can. But, I mean, I suppose if you take 120 of them like people well, were you doing. Can, you, can, you can go all out attack, right? Well, that's true. That's true. And the era boys, 10 for 145. And if you take bone grins, that's... That's battle line, right? Because all out attack, the you know the standard thing is plus one to hit. If I was taking a straight up savage army, yeah, I could take about five or six characters for about six hundred points, and then I could take about ninety era boys. <laughs> you really could. Yeah, you could. That's yeah. That's at two attacks a piece. Increasing it by one if you're a bone grins. So now I've got uh, nine. Uh, how many did I say I was taking? Ninety. Ninety times three, two hundred and seventy shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> that's, well, I mean, I mean the big five, thing is, that, but that's ninety hits and then forty-five wounds. Oh, that's actually not as much as you would. It's like now nah, you'll be hitting on fours because mm-hmm. you'll be all out attacking. Okay. And then but you can't all out be... attack with everybody, can you? You can attack with the whole unit. Right, but I'm saying you're not... Oh, you pick a unit of yeah. however, 30. Yeah, pick a unit of 30. So fours, so yeah. That's not bad. But no. I mean, I just... Ugh, that's God. that's a fi- 15 hits, and then well, you're going to wound. You know, you're going to wound half seven. And you're going to do seven or eight wounds. I mean, it's not crazy. No, and I think what... No rend. Well, let's not forget that the cunning rock... Um. Yep. yep. Yeah, you get the extra shooting and stuff like that too, which people would do with a unit of how many? Like all of them? How big could that unit get? Let's see. Uh, oh, in the old book? Yeah, talking? thirty of oh, them. God. Thirty of them getting an extra shot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, this still seems good to me, but I haven't gone through every unit in this other. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think. I think it's. I think it's good, but the, the counter to that is like, okay, I'm going to shoot this huge unit of arrow boys at you. I'm going to do all out attack, oh, all this stuff. Great. I'm going to go all out defense on my guys. Like, oh, okay. So now they're getting plus one save, and there's no rend on it. Oh, you know what happened with these guys? Here's what I'm looking at. First of all, they get the plus one on the charge. They used to have plus two on the charge. Okay, yeah. They still get the plus one bravery. The arrow boys... If they had 15 or more models, they got an extra attack naturally. Yeah. So they were getting three attacks for those units, and then you can add the attack from other stuff. Mm-hmm. 
So I can. So they are. They are. They're. There was something crazy where you could get them to like four or five attacks per guy or something. Uh huh. Yeah, and you're, I, mean, I think if people were rolling like ninety dice to hit. Or yeah, something yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah. And uh, the. Oh, and see, yeah, their maniac fury for the boar boys. They get plus one attacks when they charge. Mm-hmm. Before they got plus one attack if they had five or more models. Gotcha. So yeah, these guys did take, they did take some hits. Sure, and they should have, you know. <laughs> but I, I don't know. It, it feels like this is honestly. I mean, to me, it's the least exciting of the three armies. Okay. Just be, and once again, I just I love Iron Jaws. And the and the cruel boys seem so cool. These guys don't seem to do it for me. Although you and I were talking, and yeah. you were saying how this, right? So go ahead with what is, you were saying because this was yes. your whole thing. Because I was like, wow, right. okay, right. So this army, if you look at the units that are in here, this is basically a standard orc army from your old collection. Like if you had a bunch of just regular old orcs with. You know, hand weapon shield, spear shield, extra hand weapons. Like you, that's just what you had from your old collection. You could just use those models, use these rules, and no one would get confused. Like, there's no right problem because with that. they either have two choppas or yeah. a choppa shield or a spear yep. shield. Yep. Or a or a or a bow. Mm-hmm. Or a bow, and then then you've got the boar boys. I mean, I mean, they look like they've got. You know, well, a bit of armor and stuff, but most of those guys are just wearing leather and pants. Ex- I mean, exactly. So yeah. whatever, you know what I mean? You, I. This is basically. And then, what's their ally? Gloom Spike gets. So now you can just add some allies. Suddenly, you've got an orcs and goblins army, and you're back. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're back in business. <laughs> That's funny. That is actually really funny. I didn't think about that. And you're like, you could do this. I'm like, how would you do that? And when you explained what you meant, I was like, oh, you could. You could totally play yeah, that like that. So let's do this. Um, before we talk about your um, your list for the Bone Splitters, mm-hmm. let's take a break. Yep. Let's take our last break. And then when oh. we come back, I also want to talk because there's one thing that we've skipped, and that is the core battalions. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, actually. Yeah, because we haven't missed that yet. So... Uh, Let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll do that, and then we'll wrap up the show. There's always something happening at Grognard's. That's right, friends. Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois, and at grognardgames.com. They are now open daily from 12 to 7 for your gaming pleasure. Now, if you want, you can go into the store, find what you need. Not comfortable going into the store, even with a mask on? Call them up for curbside pickup. Or order online at grognardgames.com. They've got what you need. They've got Warhammer. They've got Dungeons & Dragons. They've got Marvel Crisis Protocol. They've got Battletech. They've got a huge pre-owned section, and you can find it on grognardgames.com or in the store. Now, you can't play in the store right now. Still got to have social distancing protocols, and if I got to stay more than six feet away from you, probably can't play a game of Magic 
probably going to be pretty difficult to play a game of Warhammer either. But you can still get all your hobby needs met at Grognards. Because as the world starts to reopen and your hobbying starts to take off again, you know you're going to need stuff. And you can find it at Grognards. And why? You know why. Because there's always something happening at Grognards. And we are back. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. Them poor boys has come to play. Um, yep. So um, let's talk about your list, and then we'll talk about these core battalions. Sure. Okay. So Bone Splitter's list. I went for Icebone. I like that one. Icebone. So that's the... Uh, the extra damage on the sixes. Okay. Um, right? So you start combining that with all the buffs from spells and all that jazz. You can get some nice stuff going on, uh, I think. Uh, I took the get them, get them bones grand strategy. And because I think that's pretty easily achievable with this army. Um, and then for my general, I took the maniac uh, or the Wargog prophet. Um, I gave him. The uh, the command ability, the one with the beast. Okay. And I gave him the beast lord glyphs as his artifact. All right. So you've got all that stuff going on that we talked about. Yep. So he's built and, up exactly as you mentioned it. What a coincidence. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and then I took two savage big bosses, just, you know, just plain old guys. Uh, I took a war dock, uh, power of the were boar on him. And then a Maniac Weird Knob with the Glowy Green Tusk spell. So that goes with like the list now. So I took three units of five Savage Boar Boys. Okay. Because I'm thinking you're going to, I mean, I, you know, these guys are good. I think these guys are cool. Uh, yeah. They kind of do, do the same thing, you know, like the Iron Jaws do. They run up, they, get in, they take an objective early, and then they go fight, and they die, whatever. And then I'm taking two units of 20, uh, one of just Savage Oryx and another one of the Boar Arrow Boys. And I'm taking three Savage Big Stabbers to just accompany those units. And I'm just now, is that actually up. three or six? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, sorry, I can't. So, so then I'm just <laughs> mobbing objectives with those guys and just trying board control, you know? Yeah. And then I really wanted, and then I'm taking three Vanguard Battalions. Um, that way you can get, you know, you can run for free a bunch of times. So and, how many models are in this army that you just put together? Oh, God, there's, how many wounds are there? 185 wounds. <laughs> and, then I'm, and then I'm for, and then I'm going to take an ally, too. I'm going to take an Arachnorok spider. Because I really want a monster in this army. Uh, see, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. I can totally see that. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to. Yeah, just take up some board with that thing and then just, you know, use it to, you know, to help out one of these big horde units after the battle has already gotten going. Those Arachnoroks are tough. And you can ally with Savage Orcs, which is cool. Yeah. So, oh, you know what we totally forgot to? Mm. So you've got, you're, you're going with the with the whole horde thing. I don't know what I would do because, like I said, this, this is the one part that I just kind of look at. And for people who love Savage 
uh, I mean the you know the bone splitters. God bless you. I'm not trying to say your army's not any good. <laughs> hey, seriously. I mean, I'm not trying to yeah. poop on anybody's army. I just, you know, some things interest people, some things don't. Like I play a pretty much. I'll play any death army. I got no interest in playing bone reapers. Like it's just everyone's got a thing that they love or sure. they don't love. Yeah. But um, you know what we what do we forget? About? Um, the big wah. Oh yeah. Well, I wrote a list for that too. Uh, you did. So let's talk about that. Um, okay. Big wah uses venom encrusted weapons mighty destroyers and war paint so everybody everybody yeah. from their respective clan gets their one specialty which is yeah. good so yeah. your cruel boys still have their venom weapons your iron jaws are still mighty destroyers and your savage savages get their war paint right um you get I know. An, an extra uh, and you get an extra heroic action here we go here we go here we go um this is a heroic action you carry with one hero instead of picking one from the table in the core rules if you do it roll a dice if it's greater than the number of the current battle round you get a number of wa points equal to the number of the battle round so for example in the third battle round if you roll a four plus you get three wa points mm -hmm. so if you uh, early on if you don't have a heroic action you need to do this is a way to rack up points. And this is basically what this is this is instead of having all of your uh because everybody else gets all of their very specific battle traits, mm -hmm. but you can't have all of them for your mixed army. So you get the one main one and then you get this wa power building up. So if if you don't know yeah. what what's going on here, um you get wah points, and I like that you get them throughout the battle. It's not just yeah, at one cool. point. It just builds up, and then it just kind of just blows up and does something mm -hmm. cool, and then you build them up again. So at the start of your hero phase, you get D6 if your general's on the battlefield at the start of the hero phase. Mm -hmm. You also get two points for every friendly war chanter mm -hmm. and one point for every bone splitter's wizard. Mm -hmm. So there you go, your general the, and the wizards. So if you got a, a nice little mix, you're starting off with a good, you know, four to nine points anyway. Yeah. In the charge phase, you get a point for every orc unit that charged. And at the end of the combat phase, you get a point for every orc unit within three inches of the enemy. So right. this is all, I mean, it makes sense. You're building up war energy when, when you're doing what? When, you're, when, when your wizards are on the table, because that's what they naturally do. When your general's on the table, because he's crumping heads and, and making sure things go. And then when you're charging or you're in a fight, this builds it all up. Right. You want to go over what you get for it? Yep. I mean, there's a lot. I like this. Like, I could see not wanting to take this and not giving up some of the really special cool things you have. Mm -hmm. But I this this to me is, is, is themey and fun, so. Yeah, so you build up eight. Uh, well, first Zogum. of all, there are they're cumulative. Yes. So as you get these points, as soon as you hit that point level, you have all of this. Right. Okay, so uh, Zogum. Zogum. You can add one to run rolls for friendly auric units. Cool. Okay. Get them uh, on a 10. When you get to 10, add one to charge rolls for friendly auric units. That's good. So at 10, you're getting one to run and charge. Okay. Yep. Zap them. So 12. Add one to casting, dispelling, and unbinding rolls for friendly auric wizards. Okay. Smash them. 16. Add one to hit rolls for attacks 
made with melee weapons by friendly auric units. Ouch. Bash them. 20. Add 1 to wound rolls for attacks made with melee weapons used by friendly auric units. And then finally, I can't wah. Now I might throw No, I get it. Burst into flames. But wah! The wah becomes barely containable and requires one last push to reach critical mass. 24 wah power points. And you get, at the start of the combat phase, you can say, you will release the power of the wah. If you do so, add one to the attack's characteristic of melee weapons used by friendly auric units for the rest of that phase. At the end of that phase, you lose all the wah points you have received so far, and your army loses all the wah powers as gained so far. So you don't That's have to let that energy go. No, but you it says can. you can say. And then you start over again. Also, yeah. there's a battle tactic for this. Uh, yeah. You can pick it if your army has at least 24 points. Mm-hmm. You complete it if you have 30 at the end of the turn. So it's like don't use it, but build up more. The interesting thing is this: you pick your battle tactic at the start of the hero phase. Mm-hmm. You also get, if your general's on the board and your war chanter and your bone splitter's there, that happens to start a hero phase too. Mm-hmm. So if you've got at least 24, you could actually rack up all the points first, make sure you're over 30, and then pick that pick that ability. Yeah, it's called wait wait for it, lads. Yeah, because you only yeah. have, it just says more than 24. It doesn't say less than 30. So you could actually rack up the points first. Because it's both both happen at the beginning of the hero phase, right? You get to choose your own order. Yeah. So you could make sure you hit it and then pick it and be like, oh, I just guaranteed myself I got my... Uh... Mm-hmm. You have to have it at the end of the turn. Though. You still have to have 30. So you just basically don't... You don't... Yeah, you just don't... You, you just don't... don't wah. Right. Don't, so you, you that's the wah. trade. You're, you're building it up yeah. even more. Yeah. But this... I don't know. This seems fun, especially since I don't have enough to field one army of any type, and it seems mm-hmm. like it could be kind of fun to mix it up. I think it's cool. I, I'd get into this. Think about it. Plus one to hit and plus one to wound. Yeah, you're plus one hit, plus one wound for everything on the board. Plus one charge. Yeah. So yeah, remember for, every, for everything. Yeah. Melee wep- Melee weapons only. That. Yeah, but remember that killer boss. Oh yeah. Who was hitting on threes by threes? A lot of these killer boss and these guys are all three. Th- almost yeah. all of your character. Um, uh, um, cruel boys are threes by threes. Even the gut rippers are four by four. So suddenly they're yeah, you know, you're, you're, but they're, they're with yeah, you're they're at, venom encrusted weapons. It's good. Yeah, so you're at twos and threes mm-hmm. for that. Then of course you get to the the iron jaws, and then that's just dumb. <laughs> yeah, you know, look at all your stuff. I mean, then your 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 bosses are all twos by twos again. Your brutes are twos by twos on almost everything. Like, you build up that energy, and you are hitting and wounding on almost everything. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. I agree. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how it breaks down if you see more individual armies. It's probably easier to go individual to, to, to focus and harness what you're doing, mm-hmm. but it just seems more fun to go with. To yeah, me. You, just to kinda, you get to play with a lot of different stuff. Right. Uh, which is Which is neat. Now, they do have core battalions also. And I got to say this. I like this. I have no problem with them putting specialized core battalions for your army-specific because they're keeping it. They're not changing the abilities. Mm -hmm. 
Right. It's still the basic things. In fact, in this one, it's pretty small because there's one for each type. Right. So there's an. You don't, I, get, you don't, you don't get any bonus for putting your dudes in a cunning ruck, for instance. Right. I mean, you, you have to collect all of it and then you get reroll ward saves of one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, you can take a iron jaw fist, which is basically two to five units of troops. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, they're slayers. So you get that all-out attacker, unleash hell for one unit once per battle. So it still keeps the same abilities. It's just very specific to your army, how the 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 yeah. buildup, which I think is fine, because it still keeps yeah. it just those six battalion abilities. They're not coming up with new fancy stuff. There's nothing. It's just it's just like they did with the uh, with the sons of Bayamut. Yeah, you know these guys have so their you, own. Yeah, go ahead. So you don't you don't have to rem- more importantly you don't have to remember everyone's specific battalion or you know core battalion abilities. Right. You, know, you don't have to have this just this immense amount of knowledge of everyone's army book to kind of stay relevant. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're and they're and they stick with the way this. Uh, like I said, the Iron Jaws. It's just two to five units of troops. Mm-hmm. So that's you know. The the cruel boys, you got one leader, uh, less than ten wounds, two to three units of troops, and an optional unit of hobgrots, mm-hmm. and the bone splitters ruck, um, one once again a leader, but with you know less than tw- less than ten wounds, and then two to five units of troops. Mm-hmm. Actually, the bone splitters ruck is the same as the iron jaws fist. Only difference is they've got uh, a, a, a a less than ten wound hero with them. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a different ability. They get yeah. to do the swift, which is cool. Yeah, you can go at the double once per battle for one unit, and it's, and it's not like these core battalions. I mean, they're not nothing. It, nothing here is broken. It's just specific, right. like everything else. I have no beef with it. Uh, in fact, I really like it. Yeah, I do too. It makes it makes it simple. So, how do you rate this book? Uh, I, I don't mean like one to ten. I'm just like, what, what do you think of it? Like overall, uh, should, should, I, should I reveal my big wah army list? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to totally forget that. I'm sorry. Let's do that because that's. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so uh, big wah. Uh, I went grand strategy. I just picked wah. That's okay. A grand strategy for that. Yeah, it seemed appropriate. Sure does. Uh, <laughs> and then the triumph I picked for bloodthirsty. And then for my general, I went with. I mean, you got to pick Gordrak. So I picked Gordrak. Of the course, Zork. He's my leader. And then, uh, I mean, the whole Wa thing makes you take. Well, it doesn't make you take, but it kind of wants you to take a War Channer. So I took a War Channer. And then, I feel sort of the, a good move next is a some sort of wizard. So I took the, I took the weird knob shaman. I, just because of the spell, just because of big green hand of Gork. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I'd be tempted to take a bone splitter shaman just to get the extra plus one on the wah table every turn, but whatever. And then I basically just took one unit from each of the factions. So 20 gut rippers, 10 brutes in one unit, uh, 20 savage oryx. 
And then I wanted to take a little bit of shooting. So I took some Manscure Bolt Boys. And then I had like 105 points left over. So I know, you can kind of play around with that. I was thinking of taking like one of the Underworlds units just because they can fit in those spots. And I think the Morgox crushes are good for, you know, that slot. I mean, there's mm-hmm. it's three brutes. I mean, that's got to be good. I mean, they're good. Sure, sure. Yeah. So that kind of rounds out that. I mean, it's just, I think it'd just be fun to just roll around with Gordrak, beat stuff up, and then, you know, try, <laughs> yeah. to get your, try to get your 10 orc brutes into something with plus one damage from the war chainer. That sounds fun. Yeah. Dude, I, like I said, I'm. This, this army has got me kind of excited. I haven't mm-hmm. felt like this. Like. I looked at the the when the when the when the you know when the what do you call them the death army just came out, and I've got an old death army. I haven't bought anything for the new stuff for the mm-hmm. for them, um, and it's cool. I just didn't get super excited. Like I was, I'm looking at these these. these Are you talking cool about toys. the the soul blight grave lords? Yeah, yeah. Like, and don't get me wrong. I I have I've had a death army. You know, for I've been playing that. I've I've played that army longer than I played any army. Sure. But when the new stuff came out, it's like, yeah, it's cool, but I still, I'm just, there's other things I'm kind of doing. I, I really still like my Night Haunt, blibble blabble. Yeah. Um, this excites me. Like I, I like this army because it's so straightforward to play. Like, if you're just going to play Iron Jaws, I mean, my goodness. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean there's, a, there's, a, there's some tactics there with how you use Mighty Destroyers. And like how you position your war channer, like do you take, you know, which you know which battalion are you gonna go with to choppas so you can use your channer to affect three units, or are you gonna take two channers just to spread it out a little bit? I mean, there's that kind of stuff, but the the basics of that army is just there they are, smash them, you know, yep. yeah, <laughs> which is cool. I just I, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. it is about this army that as I'm reading this, I'm like, wow, this is so cool. I would love to play this. I would right. really love to play oh, this. Oh, yeah. So I was looking through, because we were talking about Mighty Destroyers a lot yesterday. Mm-hmm. And like, God, so good. There is, cause, and I know some people get bummed out about it. Oh, they're so fast. They just do whatever they want. But there's one caveat in Mighty Destroyers that says, if the unit is within 12 inches of an enemy unit and more than three inches from all enemy units, you must attempt a charge with the unit. Mm-hmm. So you can use that to hem in this guy, right? Because what's, what's so powerful about the guy in the Maw Crusher is he can literally just go anywhere. He can, he can make a normal move. He can, he can move with Mighty Shards, move again, and then charge. I mean, he's all over the place. Right. So... Y- if you're playing against one of these guys and you're getting bummed out because he's doing all this stuff, try to have somebody, something within a foot of him, and he can't do that. He has to charge you. Yeah, but is, a lot of times, yeah, I mean, unless he's got something specific he's going for, you're kind of sacrificing a unit to make sure you're holding him where you want, but so what? Yeah, so what? Because it's better that. Like, at least you get to pick what he kills rather than him flying somewhere wherever he wants to go and crushing you. His, his other limitation is his huge base. 
Um, yeah, you know, with the with the with the smaller tables and the more terrain, it's sometimes it can be tough to get him where he wants to go. You know, so screen your guys with I don't know an endless spell or something. Put an endless spell nearby so he can't land exactly where he wants. That kind of stuff. Sure thing. But yeah, I, I said uh, I don't I don't know why I'm so excited about this <laughs> army. I really don't. It's not my it's not the type of army I normally play, but man, it's like but I can't start another army. First of all, I got to finish what I'm working on. Second of all, I'd have I I'd have to sell something again. I'd have to sell off something just to make I don't have room to put a yeah. whole another army together. So what I could do is I I would have to dig out my I probably have more orcs and goblins than like model-wise than any other army in my collection. I have you know those big double wide games workshop figure cases, those flat ones. Right, I've got like four of them. Yeah, I have three of those, all with orcs in them. I've got one have... that's super full of orcs. It's got like it's got it's got. <laughs> I, I squeezed in eight of those foam trays that from the GW instead of the normal six. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so I've got those. I've got another couple with orcs in there. I've got a million goblins. I mean, I had a whole night goblin army. I mean, plus trolls and giants and all kind of stuff. I mean, my goodness. So I'd have to dig through all that stuff and, like, pull out all the black orcs. Uh-huh. Rebase everybody. And then, like I was saying, I could just, you know, I could rebase all of my regular orcs and use them as, with the savage orc rules, could do that. Plus, I also have a bunch of savage orcs, but, you know, just the stuff I don't have a bunch of is I don't have any of the new... Iron Jaws stuff, like Brutes. I need to get some Brutes. I need to get War Chainers. I need to get Gorg Runners, that kind of stuff. I I don't know. I just... This has really sparked my interest mm. so, so much. And maybe it's just <laughs> the lore and how fun they are. Getting yeah. into that orc psychology, getting into that whole idea of just born to, born to fight. Yeah. Born to smash things. That's... I mean, that's like the essence of Warhammer. I think that's what has really made me start to love the orcs is in in a types where there's only war, you know? Yeah. Everything is getting smashed. These guys are like, yes, we live in the great. <laughs> Could you picture them like, we are in a golden age. This is the greatest time ever. Yeah. Like, we like, love to smash. That's what we want to do. Yeah. And that's, I mean, you watch this every other, every time you hear story, you read the fiction, it's like the humans are are eking out some horrible, terrible existence, like just praying to live day to day. Chaos is coming yeah. down. Everybody's miserable. Everybody's worried. And the orcs are like, this is awesome. <laughs> I love that. Like, I love that they just thrive in this. Oh, for sure. So. All right, we got to wrap this up. We're hitting, we're definitely, I mean, this is a long episode, so much. Oh, we're going to have to, seriously, uh, Stormcast, it's going to be yeah. lore, war part one, war part two. And I think the older, like the like the first generation, first chamber units, we're going to have to gloss over. <laughs> but they change, their war trolls change. Uh, but still, dude, we just took three and a half hours to cover about 40 War Scrolls. That's half of what's in that other book. That's like, no, I, you know, seriously. That's, uh, God bless America. I don't know, that book. Uh, okay, anyway, whatever. Listen, we got to get going, though. And before we do, though, 
I want to take a minute to thank all of our Patreon patrons. Can't ever forget the Patreon patrons, right? Uh, associate producers Christopher Sanders, AJC, Big Jake, executive producers Colin Miller and Tyler McDonald. Thank you, every one of you Patreon patrons who make this show and all we do on it possible. So, Chris, until next time, thanks for uh, once again, and thanks for coming up with lists, and thanks for explaining yeah. the good. Like I said, I... I look at all this. I get excited. Oh, look, they have Rend. I'm like, oh, this is so great. <laughs> you know, thank you for being the the voice of knowing how to play the game and knowing at least what's good in here and being able to Absolutely. make some lists. Um, yeah. So my I, I my uh, my art my art boys list. I noticed a couple of mistakes in it, but that's okay. Hey, we make mistakes. I'm certain someone will send us either an email or jump on the Facebook page and tell us why we were wrong. That's and that's you know that that'll happen. <laughs> that's um, normal. It's not a hey. Listen. We and here's the thing. I asked, you, "Hey, can we do that?" And we learned something. Yeah, I, I learned that I learned that a unit of two for a big stabba is one model. <laughs> <laughs> and you learned that. You well, can't. I was supposed to have an extra unit of Ard Boys in my Iron Jaws list, and I didn't, I didn't say enough units. I messed up. So. Oh, there you go. And plus, yeah. well, and we can't. Uh, apparently, we can't uh, ally in. Other guys yeah. from the same army. So, hey, we learn in two. Yeah, no that's, doubt. That's one of the fun things about doing the show is you talk all about this, and then there is somebody who's going to show you how to do it the right way. So, <laughs> hey, you guess, can't yeah. do that. I can't do that? No, you can't do that. Good right. to know. Hey, yeah. I'd rather embarrass myself on the air and not when I walk up to a table somewhere. Yeah, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody yeah. who listens to the show knows I'm an idiot. I'd rather not see, walk up to the table and have some guy think I'm a cheater. You know? <laughs> no doubt. All right. All right, folks. Until next time, only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand when all others fall. And only the faithful know no despair except in failure. <laughs>